Microphone check one two what is checker. this? Damn, they really came at us on the music chat, dog. Yeah, that shit crazy. Bro, hit niggas for 400 episodes, nigga. All right, well, hey, y'all niggas probably won't get this moment in love, but, you know, Detroit niggas know what the fuck happened on that BMF shit, so it is what it is. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 284 of This Week in Culture. I'm your host, Ant Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad Ant, a.k.a. one half of the culture and Mr. Three Podcast a week. I got my brother with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, one half of the culture, one half of everything was popping. And this week, we bring to you the BMF Season 2, Episode 5 review. Um, before we even get into it, just to let y'all know, um, they're taking two weeks off. They won't be back for the next two weeks. <laughs> Why? Next week, I, I'm not mad at because it's Super Bowl. I ain't mad at that. The following week. But this shit drop on a Friday. Yeah. Don't get that either. It's not, it's not, it's not affecting Friday. Sunday no more, right? <sighs> you tell me. And like, we got, you a, tell me. We got a whole week to watch it. Why would, like, it don't make sense. No. No, I don't. And and we've talked before with stars, with Showtime, with really everything um, that we review. Like, yo, I hate when niggas take the obligatory week off. Two weeks off is ridiculous. Um, and I'm I'm not tripping. I'm really because guess what's going to be on your head by the time y'all wrap up? <clears throat> snowfall. Snowfall. And don't nobody give a fuck about this rinky dink ass show once snowfall comes on. It's a whole different thing, man. So let me see. Um. Cause I think I read it on their Twitter, dog. Like it was either the Twitter or the fucking. Uh, you get used Instagram. to not watching this shit for two weeks in a row, and something else. And come then, on. but not just the regular something else. Snowfall drops back, nigga. This is dumb. And Bel Air. Yeah, come on, man. Come on. Yeah, they uh, kind of blowing it with the uh, with the time off. I know I read. Oh yeah, here go the tweet from two days ago. These episodes keeping us on our toes. We'll be back in two weeks. Okay. So they'll be back in two weeks. They're skipping next week. They'll be back the week following. They like, fuck the All-Star game and the weekend associated with that. We only care about Super Bowl. Um, So they'll be back in two weeks. Pardon me for the air. I also don't get. It's available Thursday night. When did this start, though? Because we noticed it with the shy. We noticed it with, um, think another show did this too when did the mid-season week off start becoming a thing normally it was episode nine to ten niggas would take a break and even though we hated it it was so common niggas ain't really tripped now niggas is taking a break at episode five uh networks we we we, we got our our finger on a pulse mm-hmm. of this television culture shit we do a whole pot about whole it. pot about it four years running almost five nigga. Um, Stop doing it. Yeah, yeah. This like, ain't if it. your goal is to prolong people's subscription or something like that, mm-hmm. the shit is prorated. Come on, man. If you if I'm a cable company, yeah, it's prorated. If it's yeah. just the app, just keep good content on here. That's it. But they won't do that. That's the problem right there. They won't keep good content out. They want to fucking keep bullshit flowing. And why they don't understand that momentum is a thing. Because y'all lost a lot of momentum with that big-ass gap between the end of fucking Raising Canaan and BMF. And y'all had the BMF documentary in the middle that really threw off the momentum of the show. 
And then niggas was only hype about the show because, hey, we kind of enjoyed season one, so let's see what they bring back season two. And nigga, the internet ain't loving it. We ain't the only ones saying this shit feel tubious. It ain't just us. We not hating, bro. Yo, the fact that Tubi has become a verb? Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but look, they'll be back in two weeks, so I guess they're leaving us to marinate on this shit. Uh, it's fine with me, though, because we won't be back in this bitch next Sunday. <laughs> For the Patreon folks, we'll be back Monday because we need time to get with fucking Mary Kingstown ass. You know what? What's up? The second episode that we're gonna record today, mm -hmm. we drop that next week. Perfect, even fucking better. Yeah, we definitely we off next Sunday too. Um, if BMF could do it, so can we. But y'all still gonna get so content. King Sound not coming on? No, no, no. That should be on. So but you know that ain't available till like early Sunday morning, late on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, they ain't announced shit. What I'm saying is, yeah, why I'm the fuck BMF can't? Yeah, the mayor of Kingstown is never not happening. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I ain't even. I'm pit this. <laughs> Maybe this is my attitude with BMF today. It ain't got shit to do with them taking off next week. Because of the other shit we're going to record today, and me not really being super interested in fucking BMF, I didn't pay attention when I watched it Friday morning. So I had to rewatch that today and not Mayor of Kingstown, nigga. And normally I come in here with that good Mayor of Kingstown energy. I haven't energy watched on Mayor of Kingstown yet. I ain't watched it either, dog. Oh, shout out to um Tasha Smith. She directed last week's episode of Mayor of Kingstown. Hey, um... Y'all know we fuck with the culture. We fuck with the Patreon. Big facts. We fuck with the the This Week in Culture uh, Facebook groups and all shit. All day. All day. Like, day of when a program, like, just came out, don't throw no spoilers up. Even yeah. If, even if you think it's a small one. Yeah. Because now I'm that. thinking. Or, like, I heard somebody said something about Charles did it two times this yeah, week. So yeah. now, like, I didn't know what was going on, but as yeah, soon as the show started, something. I'm like, oh, I know now. Yeah. Like, yeah, don't, you, don't, you do ruin don't it. Don't throw that in the chats and on the on the This Week in Culture timelines, dog. Like, not day of. Like, give us a minute to ingest, bro. Like, And people in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, it people, ain't just about me and Jay. Like, we got a whole bunch of fucking people who following these timelines and see our shit. And if y'all niggas is tagging a group or tagging us or whatever, y'all putting it out there for the whole world to get spoiled, man. And you know, I, I, I just hate a spoiler. I yeah. be on Twitter, Twitter and shit. I'm talking about four minutes after a program is going off on, yeah, on a Thursday. Debating. It's it ain't even midnight on the West yeah. Coast yet. Niggas is dropping like, well, y'all should have watched it. Nigga, how? Whole fucking debate. Um, you know what else I don't like, bro? Not just a spoiler, but like... The fucking spoiler debate when niggas be like, yo, don't spoil it. And then niggas respond like, well, stay off the Internet. And then it's like, yo, both of y'all could relax and go find something else to do till I, you can watch the show. I'll be honest, man. Yeah. I don't want to use the word impossible because it's not. Yeah. Uh, It's extremely hard to not go on the Internet mm -hmm. for anything mm -hmm. when so much of our. Lives and professions Man, and hobbies. Order food, or, order groceries, order furniture. I got it. Every something's going to take me. I, I now I gotta turn off my notifications on come my phone. On, bro. Like oh shit. I seen a discount code on Instagram. Let me go back on there and find that bitch real quick. And then you get on there and it's Charles hitting old girl from the back. Like, damn, my nigga, what? Like you remember uh back when OG Power was on. Yo, I really miss OG Power, by the way. Like like seasons one through three of OG Power. The worst Power, bro. spoiler of all time is with Raina. With Raina. 
I hated it, bro. I still hate a nigga right now. I hated it, bro. Why did y'all have her land in the snow with the bullet? And y'all posted that shit, and y'all was just so happy to spoil Running with it. Boy, I'm telling you, I really dislike people still to this yeah, day for uh, doing that shit. It, it was weak. And you remember niggas was hitting with the fake spoiler. It was ghost in the mirror with the with the bullet wound yeah. from a whole nother project. That wasn't from power, nigga. I slid in a nigga DM of his girl uh, who posted that. Uh, <laughs> you was like, yo, yo, girl, a bitch. No, nah, it was a totally different vibe when I slid. <laughs> it was a totally different vibe. When I'm like, hey, nigga, I seen your girl post, nigga. I don't hit girls, but I'll fuck you up, nigga, bitch ass nigga. No, I just got on. <laughs> stop playing with me. <laughs> just stop playing with me. Oh bro. shit. Um Mr. Steel. <laughs> oh shit. We might gotta do this on the Patreon too. Not uh not today's, but maybe one of them little quick. It's like a rank them top ten nineties black sitcoms. Yeah, we might give them a little extra 30 on that tomorrow, man. Um, Yo, before we get into it, man, we got a lot of voice notes, man. Thank y'all. Y'all been kicking up the content for real with the voice notes and just uh, the participation in general on the pod. So niggas is really appreciative of that. Um, Before we get to them, though, man, what'd you think about this week's episode of BMF? Just, you know. Um, Overall, it wasn't it wasn't goofy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it made me feel like, yo, this was a good episode. Mm-hmm. But, you know. It seemed like every year in one of these shows, I go through a moment where I stop treating it like it's going to be serious and adjust my expectations. Yeah. And then I'm able to enjoy it better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But real shit, though, ain't you tired of having to do that? Yes. That's frustrating me, dog. Specifically with the content that we review, right? Because when we started potting, OG Power, Snowfall, Insecure, those began the shows that we review, right? Now, when we was kind of chatting before we started, and I yeah. kept saying, I'm going to wait. I'm just really, it's, it's really just disrespectful coming uh, from some of these. I just don't like it when it comes from stars mm-hmm. uh, because they write this shit so a seventh grader should understand it. Mm-hmm. And, like, you don't got no more respect for your viewers or your audience because, like, AMC would never. Man, FX. Paramount Plus would never. Come on. FX would never. Come on. FX never has. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Even with quote unquote black content. Yeah. Nigga, we took the blackest show at, at Atlanta and nerded that shit the fuck up. Come on. Made you think. Yeah. Yeah. You feel me? Like, give me some content where it's like, all right, this is some serious, right? This is not yeah. like a jokey. This isn't like. Because I'll tell you what it does, right? For me as a viewer and a, a smart viewer, right? Um, I'm not the viewer they're catering to. Um, when I watch an episode like episode five and we get that scene at the end where Lamar comes to their mom's crib, right? Fuck the fact that I know their mama is still alive and well. I just seen her at the premiere of BMF, but fuck all that. I, even if I don't know that, I am not afraid of anything Lamar is finna do at this door. He ain't finna kill their mama. And I know that because y'all write this show so goofily. That a scene like this that should be causing tension and causing stress and like, oh shit, this crazy nigga really finna go, he finna wild out. I ain't even worried about it. I'm not nearly as tense about this moment as I should be because I know y'all ain't finna go there with it. But you know what? What do I know? Another good black show that was heavy on the the artistic comedy and smart shit, Showtime canceled it. So I don't fucking know. Man, yo, um. That shit hurt. I'm. I'm probably, if Showtime came to you and me with a bag today 
and say a review, whatever, Your Honor, show uh, The Shy, some new show they got coming out. I'm probably not accepting that bag. Unless that bitch is fucking really wild. But here's why. <laughs> it was so funny because Showtime do be on that power shit. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah. With, um, yeah. with um, what's that show we, we, we review? Um, Your Honor. Or uh, The Shy. The Shy. Yeah. 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 Like, if they came and I said, um, if they came and said, yo, we got a bag for y'all, come review The Shy right now, I'm not taking that bag unless that bitch is crazy. But the reason I'm not taking it is because. You niggas deserve hell for what y'all did to Flatbush misdemeanors, bro. Y'all don't deserve nothing good. And until you do right by Dan and Kevin, nothing good is coming y'all motherfucking way, until dog. Until you do right by Jesus and Mero. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> niggas fucked the bag up. Yeah, they definitely not giving us no bag now. If Jesus and Mero couldn't well, stay afloat. <laughs> and then, like, I haven't seen either one of them since. The fucked up part is one of them supposed to be uh apparently that nigga been like the co-host for Jimmy Fallon show or Kimmel the, or whichever one. When he was doing his little when it was some had a little run, run right? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that that got blew up real bad. I, mean, I didn't I mean, watch their show though. Late night. I, I watched um I watched it when it was on Vice every night. Uh, no. That um, was my shit. I'm saying when they went to Showtime. Then when they went to Showtime. I think they overproduced it, bro. They did overproduce it. Yeah. It was way too many white people in the background. Mm-hmm. But I did watch a couple because they had some. They they pulled like they pulled Barack Obama. You I feel guess me? this was crazy. Uh, crazy. Like Don Cheeto. Because um, I had, still, like, some, I still followed them on on the socials and now, niggas would post who was coming. I'm like, damn, that look crazy. Now, granted, I didn't watch it on Showtime. I watched yeah. it on Showtime's YouTube channel. I got you when they put clips. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. But still, though, like I used to watch this shit. And then when it went to Showtime, dog, it was just, I was happy for them. But I was like, this just don't feel like the show that I fell for, man. So it's a couple of things, right? I know they take something simple and sometimes things work because it's simple. Mm-hmm. And then they, you know, you build out a set and everything like that, which I, I, I that's, that's cool and I respect that. Then they yeah. put them inside the bodega because they're the bodega boys. Facts, it, facts. I get it. Then it kind of got like overproduced. And I think a lot of the podcasts that's out right now are getting overproduced. 100%. And, and they, all of them tried to be different and now they all look exactly the same. Yeah. All you niggas are sitting on the same couch now. Yeah, man. Like, I don't love it. I don't. I don't love it. It don't and feel. I had the idea a while ago and was gonna do it in the second room in the studio. Yeah. But now that I've seen everybody do it and no one's actually in a podcast studio no more. Yeah. Because you don't love podcasting. Yeah. You want a video show. Mm. Like you want a TV show. Yeah. You want a talk show. But these niggas ain't coming to you for a talk show. Yeah. And when they do, whether it's fucking Revolt or MTV or whoever the fuck, your shit is off the air in a year, nigga. Complex, all that type shit. Cause no shade. I enjoy podcasting. Facts. And like that's always gonna be my number one goal is to produce a good podcast. podcast. Yeah. Audio listeners. Yeah. Yes, video people like it. Yeah, yeah. they cool, love video. Cool, cool. Yeah. But audio. I Shout think it's to- dope. Shout out to the niggas that tagged us watching the video at they tri- I like that shit. Hell yeah. But we in the studio. Shout out to the to the to the plant workers, the uh-huh. people who have ear pods in mm-hmm. all day. The truck drivers, the uh-huh. whole nine yards, like we, they, D Scott, what up? They want audio. It's a, yeah. it's a large. Like if you looked and looked at YouTube viewership and then our numbers on the actual podcast, yeah. you have no idea what the fuck we doing based mm-hmm. on because mm-hmm. audio is my goal. Mm-hmm. That don't mean I want to neglect. I'm, I'm getting better putting all the video up, but audio yeah. is the goal. Yeah. That's the, 
and this is look, one of these things has been here for centuries. One of them, they're still figuring out new ways to do it, right? Because for the niggas who want to have these fucking uh, super produced talk shows, guess what? It's mad talk shows that's off the air, canceled. And let me tell you here. something. YouTube's dead. Come on, man. YouTube, if you, niggas is starting to figure out. If you think you about to drop your podcast on YouTube and make a whole bunch of money, that yeah. shit did. You can't even fucking cuss on YouTube no more mm. and monetize your work. Mm. If you One... You can't cuss in the first seven minutes or your shit ain't monetized. Period. It's never Period. going. And if it got too much cussing, you're not getting monetized. So mm -hmm. the idea that you got, I'm going to put this shit on YouTube, I'm going to blow up, it ain't happening. Not one bit. I damn near don't want to post bit. no content, on no video content if it ain't on Patreon. Because yeah. if I'm going to post it and not get paid for it, I'd rather, take the, I'd rather take the money from folks who actually like and support it than yeah. hoping randomly some algorithm catch it and strangers looking watch yeah. it. Yeah. Uh -huh. And... On the on the on the other side of that, right? Not only is you know the cursing and all that throwing off niggas YouTube videos for years, can't play no music, dog. Your listeners literally cannot hear the music that you playing. You, you know what YouTube does? <laughs> it, it immediately why you still uploading the video? I got copyright violations. Mm -hmm. uh, if you could monetize this, all the ad revenue was going to that person. Or yep. say, listen, here is where your music at from 1447 to 1602. Hit this button, we'll delete it for you. Yeah. We'll either yeah. delete the whole segment or it's going to be no sound. Through yeah. It. So the algorithm knows out. where the music at, mm -hmm. you know, and it snatches out. And it's hard to enjoy. Sometimes it could be hard to enjoy. Or like that one nigga said, he hated when we do it. But yeah, no. we throw music. I wonder if that one nigga is still listening to the pod. Oh no! Yeah, hey nigga, <laughs> that said that he hate voice though, man. Yeah, man, you said you hated when we threw music up in the middle. Um, I'm guessing you work for YouTube. Probably subscribe uh, to the Patreon. Yeah, yeah. Tell it. You sound like a YouTube ass nigga, and you want you want Patreon telling that it's music over there. Um, but no, dog. If you still listen, man, shoot us a little note at uh, thisweekincultureplot at gmail .com. Hit us up on one of the socials or something, man. Cause um, it was a nigga out there saying he, yo, y'all pod is. Straight, man, I really fuck with y'all shit. It's actually really a dope pod, but I'm going to get y'all niggas a, a one because y'all play music in the middle of the pod, and that shit just don't be fitting vibe and all. Lame. Called it lame, bro. Lame. Playing music that fit the shit we talking about. <laughs> he probably hated that one episode where we went off on uh, on Land Son, <laughs> on The Best Man. <laughs> he probably was at the crib like, it fit off, right? <laughs> that nigga was furious, dog. <laughs> 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 that nigga was at home furious, oh, dog. Man. Yo, I feel the hatred coming off this nigga. I don't even know who he is, man. But um, yeah, man. Uh that <laughs> them niggas who pod and think that they gonna make some some bucks just cause they got a set and just cause they got a couch and just cause they got a big ass sign behind them with they pod, they branding the fuck out this. That don't mean nothing, dog. You gonna do five episodes and be tired? You're going to be bored. You ain't going to give a fuck because you're going to realize you ain't make no money from it in them first five, nigga. That little clip that was posting, floating around that Nori said on the pod, mm -hmm. man, that shit was so true. Oh, he was on Joe Button. On Joe Button shit, yeah. On Ooh. the Patreon shit. That shit was so, so true. Mm. Shout out for them for bootlegging the Patreon and shit, though. Hey, man. It's a double-edged sword. It really it? is, dog. Um, All right, man. See what the fuck going on out here. Got a bunch of voice notes on BMF. So I know this is the greatest iPhone case in the history of cases. Why you say? Because this is all. That's all it is. 
literally just them two pieces. Yeah. I can I can have some protection and still, it's still the use phone. My yeah, phone. yeah. Like, yo, yeah. This, this shit is fucking great. It's amazing. Yeah. This I ain't mad at that, dog. Um $60 fucking dollars. All right, man. D Scott. <laughs> yeah. D Scott said in the body of the email, drop one of Clues bombs for Charles Flinnery. <laughs> hey, man. D Scott, dog. Charles got his shit off. I'm actually fucking looking forward to what you and, and really all the voice note senders have to say about Charles getting them nuts off. Charles nutted in a total of 46 seconds, nigga, between two women. I've never seen a nigga nut fast after he nutted already. Like, he got the one nut off, which is cool because your wife ain't been fucking you. So that is what it is. But then when you go home and fuck again, <laughs> like that when you were supposed to staminize, my nigga. You didn't staminize that nut at all, dog. Let's see what D. Scott thought about this nigga Charles. Oh shit, wait, 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 wait. I did not get hooked up on the motherfucking Bluetooth feed. Uh alright, the BTA bolt. There we go. Bam. Alright. D Scott, my bad. Let's try that again, bro. Yo, Jay, I got a question for you. What is a woman? <laughs> Anyways. BMF. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Yo. <laughs> I drop one of Clues Bombs for my nigga. Oh, shit. Clues Bombs is in the other studio, D Scott, but mm. I promise we got you, dog. That was fucking great. Y'all that nigga said, What is a woman? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Y'all got to check out Matt Wash documentary, What is a Woman, by the way. It's funny. Holy shit. It was a okay episode. Seemed like more like, like a mid season episode. Not much going on. But um, there was at least three occasions in this episode where Lamar should have been dead. I don't know many drug dealers, but drug, drug dealers I do know, they keep guns on them at all times. So for Lamar to be able to walk up on people, take their money off them in their chain without getting the gun put on them, you know. But Lucille's on bullshit. Don't ask me after we came from a, retreat, a church retreat. If I'm sleeping with your husband, ma'am, leave me alone. <laughs> My boy Charles, he ain't got double ass this episode. <laughs> I know he could be happy for a couple hours. My boy. But um, this episode got a little tubey-ish when uh, Monique bust that bottle over homeboy's head. Bro, I know glass don't break that easily. And in some instances, it can kill you. But, uh... I like how they're bringing back um, Detective Bryant's son, incorporating him to the story. Be Mickey work for the cops now. <laughs> like, <laughs> nigga, runner. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, um, I don't got much else. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, Yo, man. Be Mickey is a fucking runner for the police, bro. That nigga might as well get a W two. He a sergeant. Is he on? A, is he on? A, can I get paid as an official informant? As an informant, you should get paid. That nigga should be one hundred percent getting a check from the uh, E Corps Police Department. Which is, you remember last week when they like they showed the building twice. That's their current building. <laughs> you can ride by E Corps PD right now, and it looks it's exactly the, like that. My nigga, it's probably the same building. Everything is in that fucking building. 
It's yeah. like an old episode of the cartoons when you go and <laughs> the same niggas, the sheriff, <laughs> who's also the judge, <laughs> who's also the everything. Man, E-Course, the, one of the most clownish courts I've ever seen was in E-Course. And when I say clown, like yeah. not because uh, the judging was bad, though it was. <laughs> um, like a nigga was really in that bitch in an Easter suit. Jesus. Um, hat to match. And he went off on the fucking judge. And that courtroom ain't had no metal detector. It's kind of the police department, nigga. the fire department, and the court was in the same building. That's wild. And you know you it, when you go on, you don't go down the East Course around that. It's like a you go under train tracks, and it's like a yeah. steep decline. Yeah. And typically, when you're going downhill, like you pick up speed. Yeah. And then it's a speed track right there to give you a ticket. So mm-hmm. you oh you you mm-hmm. going over forty five? God damn, nigga, it's a hill. So that exact spot you talking about. You remember them, uh, that wild-ass storm we had last year where it rained and everybody got flooded and trapped and shit? Yeah, I hate The that. amount of niggas I saw trying to drive under that bridge. Try, try to drive under Trying to drive through it. <laughs> and, like, niggas, I just sat there because I was trying different ways to get home, niggas. So I ended up in Southwest, E-Course, I'm down river, all that shit. I saw niggas driving under that bridge. Are you about to drown. And then it was like, bro, your tire will not reach the ground Without the water, I seen two niggas water like submerged their full car, bro. Yeah, what are you doing, bro? In real life, the whole city is ran out of one building. Yeah, Everybody, that's wild. And it's the it's one guy. Fire, court, and <laughs> cops, nigga, and it's all Detective Ryan. It's like you walk into a restaurant, the person that sits you um, also was the waiter. Yeah, also was the cook. <laughs> also was the manager and shit. Like, what if I? How big is E Course? How many people in E Course? Let me ask you. How many people live in Ecorse, Michigan? Nine thousand five hundred and twelve. Okay. It's more niggas in the Brewster Center. <laughs> it's, yeah. more, it's more niggas in Bright Mode than it is. It's more niggas at the Cannon House. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Ecorse though. <laughs> Cause it's a nigga, it's a nigga listening right now. Who's right? Who's Yo, typing the angry dog who hate that we play music from Ecorse? That nigga sitting at the crib about to blow up. Niggas with Apple Podcasts went directly to the rating system. Was like I'm giving these one things. star. <laughs> nigga trying to do a half. He going to oh, the one and moving. Side note, what's up? Um, you listen to your to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Could you actually go in there and give us a rating? Oh yeah Because y'all fuck with us enough Go rate us It's uh, like 70 y'all Fuck with us enough To, yeah, to sign up for the could, Patreon Yeah This is free Just hit the fuck Go in there and rate us Go nah. and rate us That's how The algorithms know To Apple like That we the shit And maybe yeah. we can get like Posted on one of them pages and Yeah shit. Cause I went through The top 200 Um Movie and TV podcasts And we mm-hmm. went on the list And I was fucking shocked And appalled Yeah Because Who the fuck is these niggas Yeah it was some shit. It was like, yo, we we going through all some the 1991 Golden yeah. Goals episodes. Yeah. I'm like, there's no way these niggas got better numbers. No. Nah, something, nah. Something's not going yeah, on. Yeah, something. But so many niggas listen on Spotify, dog. And like fucking Google Podcasts. Well, niggas like, listen on over Anchor. Over 80% like, is on Apple Music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, y'all niggas go on Apple, rate us, get our fucking, uh, our viewership. I mean, you can rate on Spotify too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, rate us on everything y'all listen on. Everything we available on, y'all should be five starring your boys. Yeah. Um, and if you don't five stars, I ain't tripping. Man, fella, you <laughs> but know I know you. We ain't did this in a while. Let's go look at some uh, some ratings and and or comments. Uh, see what see what I got our shit right here. Okay. 
So we still at a 4.9. Okay. Um, Never really moved. The only like... My man is. Oh the yeah, no, the my man is, is. My man is the point nine for sure. Um, let's see what these reviews look like. Uh, oh shit! Somebody said the comment. The subject is love it, but then they said for some reason episode two sixty four the audio was off. It wasn't as clear as normal pod. Still fire. Yo, you you a good nigga, whoever said that, bro. Yeah, because I remember that episode. I do remember and that. I went, yeah, I, I changed it out. So yeah, if you if you if you go back and listen to it, it sound regular. Somebody else said two episodes in, I'm hooked, my nigga. 133 ratings, and we had a 4.9. By the way, best podcast in the world. In the world, they did they did write that. <laughs> Found this podcast on a whim, and I highly recommend it. The hosts are funny and keep me updated with. All corners of the culture Give these guys a chance I promise you won't be disappointed Shout out to you Facts um, I was searching for a snowfall podcast Yo these be my favorite ones bro <laughs> That snowfall shit I was searching for a snowfall podcast And found this one I checked in They did a lot of recaps Commentary On shows I currently watch This is a great All caps podcast I like Ann and JJ views Whoa whoa JJ <laughs> Hey <laughs> Hey Hello. <laughs> nah, nigga, your name is know. JJ Views now. Don't your know, name is JJ uh, Views now, dog. I don't do JJ. <laughs> I, <laughs> I like Ann and JJ Views regarding cultural issues and TV shows. I went back all the way to when they started the pod to listen to their episodes. Overall, really enjoy listening to them. Um, Ant and Jay play off each other perfectly Personality, energy, and perspective-wise. Great recap of what's going on in the culture and the best in parentheses and not so great <laughs> shows currently running. After a few episodes, you'll catch up with all the slang and feel like one of the fam. Man, My nigga. To um stoked. Yo, nigga, ain't nobody ever told me they was stoked <laughs> you know what I'm saying? in my life. Stoked to discover this show. There are a lot of movie review podcasts out there, but this one rises to the top. Can't stop, won't stop, nigga. Man, shout out to y'all. Man, man. It's like kicking it with old friends. I'm a new listener who came to the show looking for a pod on Power Book 2, Raising Canaan. I love that type of shit. I stayed because I really enjoyed the recaps and the chemistry between the host, Jay and Ant. However, I'm really digging their breakdowns of the BMF TV show. Ant and Jay grew up in the Detroit in the 80s and 90s, as I did, which is why they are the best podcast. I mean, if you're going to be like that. Come on, man. Oh, they said we're the best podcast, in my opinion, for BMF. While yep. listening, I find myself finishing their sentences. Hey, this is a long ass. Damn, yeah, it is. No, no. Nah, dog went off. Dog went off. Yo. But to wrap it up, he said, great show, fellas. Keep up the good work. And what up, though? What up, though? Then we got them two. The two haters. Um, one of them said This was a new one I ain't never catch this one Too much character commentary Talk about the writing more Now you want me to talk about The writing on BMF <sighs> On it the Black on Mafia what watching, though, Because sometimes Well Duck Hunter 44 Let us know what you want to hear More about the writing on Cause some of the shit we review The writing ain't there buddy But let us know dog. It really depends Because yeah. sometimes we do get in our Yeah Like we was in the Issa Rae bag we talked I mean, about come writing, on, cinematography. Come on, man. How people they sit. clearly wasn't talking about Lovecraft. How they sit in the scene with Lovecraft. Come, come on. on, man. Come on, man. Yeah. But it really depends on when they started topping. Yeah. Um, and then the one we was just referencing. Oh, my bad. <laughs> the the two character comedy. Nigga, the, the, the title of shit says uneducated. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um 
great reviews, but the music drops in the middle of the review is corny as fuck, and the song choices are weak. Thanks for being the best Snowfall review show. Just drop the music. They, <laughs> Nigga, be, back. they be back at Snowfall time. <laughs> Nigga said we the best. We the best. <laughs> 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 Nigga said we the best, I but I hate music. Win, 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 no matter what. I love music. <laughs> <laughs> Dog. Any kind of music. Holy shit. That so was funny. So you know what, though? It's not that we can't play music. Yeah, we gotta go because when you on uh, it is it was, this will make posts extremely difficult. You gotta use music from Spotify's category, mm-hmm. and like you can't do that in real time. No, <laughs> like you can't. It, it's impossible. Yeah, sorry guys, <sighs> we'll figure it out. Um, but <laughs> trust me, the music's coming back. Oh, I'm not giving up because you niggas said oh. this one nigga said no, I don't like music. The music on the Patreon episodes is <laughs> oh. in. The music on the pay- <laughs> yo matter of fact. Patreon listeners, I'm playing Moments in Love over there for no reason, nigga. <laughs> Coming soon. All right, man. Uh, Dame sent in a voice note. Dirtbag, what up? Motherfucking one-third of the big three. See what my nigga thought about Charles getting his shit off. Aunt Jay, this week in culture, what up, though? So I'm just going to get straight to it. This your man, Dame. Look, if you have unprotected sex with two Detroit women in the same night, in the same night, you might as well pull out, drive to Herman Kiefer, and sleep in the parking lot. This is back in the 80s. This nigga Chuck is fucking burning. Yo, my nigga Chuck Flannery went fucking Dame going wild on this episode. Nigga hit the neighbor, bitch. Get her... 10 hole pumps and a little bit of a little bit of hunch at the end and then took a shower and was right on Lucille's ass. Nigga, you cannot wash off BV that quick. You know why? Because I know what the fuck I know. Also, Meech and Terry down in Atlanta looking green as fuck. Them niggas should have knew they was going to get hustled at that first dice game. Man, I'm glad them niggas got their money back and got the drop on Goldie ass real quick because she definitely set them niggas up for failure. Them niggas learning how to cook that shit that's gonna be the difference maker now that they know how to stretch that motherfucking work and yo in this episode this nigga lamar at the end with the whole prayer circle with lucille look my nigga the only thing stronger than the power of niggatry is the holy spirit and Mm. lucille spoke that word into that nigga and that devil ran off the motherfucking porch i was not mad at this episode of, of uh bmf hopefully we're gonna see that shit on an uptick. And now, oh, one last thing, Detective Brian, bitch ass. Yo, he he be on B Mickey head, but when his son was getting his fucking J's ran off his feet, he know who the fuck to call to help that shit out. Y'all fellas, keep doing your thing, keep dropping good content. I'll holler at y'all next week. Peace. My motherfucking brother, man. Appreciate you, Dame. Um probably gonna go on and name this episode. Uh Chuck is burning. You know what I'm saying? I, I I like that, dog. That got a little ring to it, man. Um, damn, I agree with a lot of shit you said, dog. Uh, you cannot, in general, you can't raw dog a random ass neighbor who's a swinger, and then go home and raw dog your wife. What was kind of party was this? Oh, this was a party party. Cause old girl just came and grabbed the nigga ass. She said, "I'm so glad you brought him. He gonna be fun as fuck. Grab that nigga booty cheek." I didn't see enough think pieces on this, man. Because that's sexual assault. Oh, that's for sure. Assault. And as men, we shouldn't have to take this. Mm-mm. No. And we've nah. been, de- we been enduring this at the very least since 1989. It's wild too, because when to Charles tried to leave her crib and she stepped in front of that door and said, "You ain't got to rush," I too was <sighs> sexually assaulted, man. 
in real life. I mm. got catfished on mm. Black Planet and was sexually oh assaulted. A young thing. I don't know. <laughs> she. I thought it was a young lady. What is she a woman? <laughs> what is a woman? Okay. <laughs> I got catfished in like when Black Planet was still a thing. Damn and young, it. And that young lady put her hands inside of my pants while mm. I was driving and mm. I did not approve. And they stole my um, Friday DVD out the back of my car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and they stole. I was sexually, I was lied to, sexually assaulted, and, and robbed. And <laughs> as a black man, I want to say, me man, too, man. Um, that's a true story, though. That's not even no. That's 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 <laughs> that the shit we gotta live through. That's a one hundred percent. That's what men gotta go through every day in these cold ass streets, and don't nobody believe us. You know what I'm saying? Um. Matt Lauer. Then I was mocked online afterwards. Oh, of course. Charles been mocked online all weekend. <laughs> Nigga, when when Matt. That's like, all we got your tape. That's <laughs> all we got your DVD. Like, oh, this bitch. When, when Matt Lauer was up at NBC, he had a little button on his desk. When they tried to fucking leave his office, he locked the door from the button. In real life? In real life. That was one of the things they found. And you remember they did that on the morning show. Uh, Steve Carell He had a little button To lock the door When they came in the office Nigga like season one They showed that That was a straight rip From Matt Lauer Cause that's when So that, when Charles Flinnery Can't leave old girl crib Cause she didn't Stepped in front of this door Nigga this is the Me Too movement In 1989 And y'all ain't respect it hey. Come on son Alright How many times You done pulled The step in front Of the door maneuver <laughs> I feel like I, mean, I did that on, on Shorty, like, the first date. <laughs> she was like, all right, well, brunch was good. Nigga, I stepped in front of the door of the restaurant. Like, hey, hey, where you going? Where you going? Hey. <laughs> they ain't even closed yet. <laughs> as toxic as it is, okay? Oh, that maneuver works eight out of ten times, okay? Well, it's, it's a fear maneuver. <laughs> you got to scare her. <laughs> she ain't do nothing but scare Charles. Nigga. Look, what it's basically saying is, like... <laughs> I got this much control because you want all of this. Yeah, I'm going to stand in the front of the door and then you're going to have to. You can't resist not like yeah. falling for me like right, right, right now. <laughs> Mabel slid in front of that door. Charles did got hard as hell. <laughs> that nigga was like, oh, shit. She really trying to throw it on me. In the economy. Oh, man. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Charles was like, I like music. <laughs> Any kind of music. <laughs> Yo, would have been wild. Is my old girl, the colder one, <laughs> yeah. was like, oh, you not going? <laughs> and what if something came up and then she couldn't go no more? <laughs> bro, bro. And while your wife went, like. Bro, this nigga Charles <laughs> stood there with the old girl in front of the church and didn't know what to say. He was quiet that whole time. Like, Charles, <laughs> Charles, yo, Charles being a heartthrob was not on the bingo card, bro. I'll be honest, man. This shit is fucking me up. This was two of the, the the worst sex scenes I ever heard I've seen in my life, and um, I was uncomfortable. Somebody uh, posted said it was a snapping turtle. <laughs> yo, I seen that and died. Yo, I died. <laughs> um, all right, my nigga name tag sent in a voice note. Name tag, what up though? See you, my boy. Um, what up though, y'all? It's name tag, BMF season two, episode five. I said in the last voice note that um, I was confident that by episode five, like things would pick up a little bit. It wouldn't be as bad <laughs> as we thought episode four was. Um, you know, it picked up a little bit They down in Atlanta or whatever. You got the um, 
the Lamar story carrying on, which was their dragon. But Man. what I did notice was that with the scene with him being on the porch and, you know, Lucille praying with them and everything, I think they're going to try to have it to where they make Lamar uh, the villain who whose motives are, are, are justified. Right. And they're going to try to make him likable based off of that. Not likable, like, oh, man, he a wild character on the show, but like likable, like where you start to feel sorry for him because he made a, a comment to uh, to Mo earlier in the episode where he was saying, like, oh, since my mom died, you know, I want to revenge against like ever whatever he was saying about that. And I'm like, OK, I feel like they're going to use that to make it. Like, oh, this is why he really crazy. And this and they're going to it's going to be some type of backstory they're going to visit to make you feel sorry for Lamar, I think. That's what I got. I want to know y'all <clears throat> thoughts. Looking forward to the episode. Peace. Name tag, appreciate you, my brother. I could definitely see them trying to uh, turn Lamar's character into like somebody we feel sorry for, somebody we feel. But my opinion, bro, all hope of me ever feeling sorry for Lamar's character was lost when he put that shit on that man. Why the fuck would I ever feel sorry for this nigga? This nigga's insane. And his reason for being insane don't matter to me. He just compared himself to the Joker. I ain't never felt sorry for the Joker. Like, what about this is going to make, make me ever feel sorry for you? Because your mama was gone, nigga. Fuck your mama. Yeah, man. I never met your mama. I met you, nigga. And you out your fucking mind. That nigga went up on that porch and told Monique I would never hurt you. <laughs> she was like, "You already, did. nigga, you beat my ass in front of my daughter while I was helping you seal a gunshot wound, nigga." Where your other daughter at? Yo, man. Yo, man. Does you you got two daughters, don't you, <laughs> nigga? <laughs> Somebody got. She her. was like, "And you tried to shoot me? Fuck, Meech got to do with this because he he's the father of one of my father of my other child." Unless y'all made that shit up totally out of the blue last. And week. Lamar, yo, if Lamar being it like in this. World doesn't know that she has a kid. A I'm actually crying. I'm crying, nigga. Because <laughs> the nigga was only in prison. He was only going. No TT in her terrible twos. <laughs> so when, when season one, when Lamar was only going for like 18 months, yeah, and somehow he became an old head in 18 months. Mm -hmm. The baby was somebody got to explain this timeline to me. Yo, I'm a at BMF stars on Twitter. And see if they reply And just ask them to explain this baby timeline with Monique Cause I don't get it This ain't even like a knock Like, so what? I you, literally don't get it What are you planning on doing that you couldn't do until you put this in Yeah Because if this goes nowhere yeah. And like next season or whatever We don't see like Monique character not involved Like what is the purpose of this yeah. Now are you trying to make it si What is the purpose I don't know I don't know. We gonna see, man. Um, oh, name tag also said in his uh, his email, the internet gotta shoot Charles some bail. He finished quick because he has shit to do. He got fans to fix and living room walls to paint. I mean, sex scenes on on television average fourteen seconds tops. I don't know that these went more than eight. <laughs> uh, Charles tops. was done quick. <laughs> that's just how they be on TV. Let's see what uh, the third member of the pod, the guy Rob Silva, had to say about this week's episode. Rob, what up, man? I hope you and your people doing good. Hey, for those who wanted to see Rob Lady, he posted her on the Twitter to show y'all she looked like Lala. So go to Rob Twitter right now and go look at his girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wild statement. It is wild, nigga. And Rob knows it means no disrespect. Rob, what up? 
another horrible BMF episode. <laughs> but I'm going to talk about the positive. <laughs> Fuck Lamar. Get that motherfucker out of here. But let me backtrack. Charles motherfucking Flannery. I love him now. Charles fucking Flannery. <laughs> Broke two women's backs in like three, four hours. That's what I'm fucking talking about. And yo, this is a such a rhyme post. Man, you cannot beat playing the art and noise moments in love. Come One on, of my all-time favorite instrumentals. So that's the positive, and I'm gonna leave it alone because BMF is fucking trash. Uh, speaking of quality, I was talking to uh, Ann about this on Twitter. Listeners, you got to see the Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf Stan documentary on Showtime. Mm. Once again, Showtime, <laughs> the king of documentaries, delivers with a powerful documentary. And before I go, real quick, fellas, want to hear your guys' thoughts on Shaq if you've watched the documentary. No, I'm not Shaq was that. one of the talking heads. And you notice... Shaq and Stanley Roberts mentioned how Stack did, uh, Shaq didn't get along with Chris Jackson, mm-hmm. a- a.k.a. Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf at LSU. A trend with Shaq. He didn't get along with, with Mahmoud at LSU. He didn't get along with Penny at Orlando. And he didn't get along with Kobe in L.A. Always a problem with people who the superstar things. guard alongside him and Jay, a pattern that started with Shaq in the mid '90s. Shaq mentioned that, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> my mood was right. Uh, I, uh, but sometimes you've got to adhere to the bigger picture, to the. To corporate America, which is what Shaq did with Kyrie, which is what Shaq has done his entire fucking career. Want to hear your thoughts, fellas? Peace and blessings. Talk to y'all soon. Rob, appreciate you as always, brother. Um, I started the Shaq documentary. I think I'm through like, I don't know, maybe two episodes, possibly three. It's actually a really good documentary, too. I'm, I'm not even mad at it. Um, I just haven't finished it up. Uh, clearly, we got a lot of content going on. But I am watching that um, that stand documentary on Showtime because I remember when uh, Showtime released like the And One doc a few months back. I saw a trailer for that. Then they did another one for... Um, the Point Gods documentary that they did on Showtime, and I saw a trailer for a stand. So, did something just end with and one? Why did they three documentaries happen within six months of each other? I have no clue. It was like it was like yeah, embargo because it was like forty for forty, then the Showtime joint, then some other shit. Like it's a, I don't, it's, it's, an, it's a Netflix one, it's yeah, a Showtime yeah. one, and it's an and the, yeah, the forty for forty. Yep, yeah, I'm not sure. Why that like kicked off in that within little six months? Yeah, three shit within a few. Yeah, it was a shorter time span than that because I remember seeing the Showtime one about two weeks after the uh, thirty for thirty, and then like saw something. Ago. Yeah, with the Netflix joint, it was like, yo, bro, this is a lot. And they're all really they're good documentaries, but it's just like, damn, nigga, it felt odd. Um, yeah, but I'm gonna check out that Stan documentary. Um, me and Shorty. She actually watched the uh, NYC Point Gods doc with me. And um, when Mahmoud uh, Abdul-Rove came up in that doc, 
I was explaining to her kind of his career and just kind of what happened um, with him not standing for the national anthem and just kind of, you know, having that moment and using that for his Muslim faith and um, being ostracized from the NBA for it. And um, she was just like taken aback, like, wow, you know, I didn't realize that this was going on in another major American sport way back then. Like it ain't start with Colin Kaepernick. And I'm like, yeah, yeah but you would only know about it if you read the newspapers because mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. The sports, how it is now, you you got five minutes at the yeah. end of Bernie, whatever, come on there and talk for a couple minutes. Yeah. Now sports is taking over television. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, like, the media is completely different now yeah. than it was then. And I, I do think that, to your point, if you wasn't picking up a newspaper back reading then the to know. Section. Yeah. Like to know how he was being ostracized, what was happening, and essentially how his career was starting to falter in the NBA, um, you wouldn't have had a clue. Uh, you wouldn't have heard about it on national news. It wouldn't have been on your fucking local, you know, WXYZ. It wouldn't have been on none of that shit back then. But now you get to Colin Kaepernick and that that whole situation of kneeling and the shit was everywhere, dog. So um, I'm, I'm excited to watch that doc because, one, I'm always excited to just watch some shit that I was alive for and really like learn like backstories and, and what was kind of going on behind the scenes. But two, I think it's really dope uh, to get to watch it with Shorty because to her, it's going to be a brand new thing. And I, I think that that's always just a unique fucking experience. Steph man. Curry before he was Steph Curry. Man, I just told her that, bro. I was like, yo, you want to talk about a shooter, nigga? He was one of them, dog, from LSU through the fucking NBA, bro. He like, can steal ball. Man, man, because he, he, he a shooting coach or something now. He played three on three. In, uh, With the uh, Ice Cube League. Ice Cube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. <laughs> Still got a crazy jump. Facts. Yeah, dog. My move was one of them, boy. Hey, my nigga Verge sent in a voice now. Verge, what up? See what my dog was talking about. Uh, uh, uh. Jay, what up, though? It's Verge. This is my episode five BMF voice note. Um, episode wasn't that bad. It was... um. The better one out of the previous four. I mean, it was tolerable. It wasn't the greatest, but I mean, it is what it is now at this point. I'm having some trouble trying to figure out. Well, I'm not even gonna say trouble. I just don't understand this timeline or how much time they think has went by from the previous episode. Episode four, we saw Meech and Terry driving to Atlanta at the end. Meech is all banged up and got on the sling from being shot and shit. Then this episode, they in Cleveland. And they beating the dog shit out of their cousin for stealing the work. Good job. Mm -hmm. ain't got no sling on. Cleveland ain't nothing but a two and a half hour drive from Detroit. So, ain't no way this nigga's healed that quick. He is not fucking Wolverine. Shut up, dog. Um, how is Lamar the man in these streets? Two days uh, I thought later? it was a fucking drought. I don't understand it. Yeah. Um, nigga got on gold chains. Nigga got on all the freshest clothes compared to what the fuck he was wearing with them scrubs and them gators. I don't understand this character no more. Um, they need to go ahead and even dead this shit. Cause I'm really tired of this whole storyline. Like it's just, just figure out something else at this point. Charles, 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 this nigga gave <laughs> homegirl the same strokes cousin Miles gave cousin Faith and Soul food. <laughs> then went home, gave Lucille the same two strokes. Uh, I want to see how this shit going to, you know, playing out with him and, um, homegirl that he been stroking. Wait a minute, how the fuck is this nigga fixing her whole house, but this nigga got drywall patches everywhere in his shit? Man, that don't make sense. Don't make no sense to me. Nah. Uh, I want to hear you guys take. Love what you guys are doing. Patreon is top notch. Um, 
And I got one more question. Jay already know where I'm, where I'm talking about with this. What up, bro? What is your take on eating leftovers? <laughs> the person we're talking about will probably hear this in Texas group chat. But what is your take on eating leftovers? All right, fellas. Verge, appreciate you, my brother. Do um, you eat leftovers? Do I eat leftovers? Yes. I have a cap on leftovers. Depending on what the leftovers are, because that does make a difference, nigga. But um, do I eat them? Yeah. Most leftovers you got max like the next day. For sure. And then if it's, you know, some other shit that you might could parlay with, like spaghetti or something, you might could get two days out of like spaghetti, chili, chili for something sure. like that. You know that what I'm saying? Make, like, yeah, it's to be to extend for a three day period, Big. nigga. But most shit, it's like next day or bus, nigga. And now at the point I am at in life, most leftovers don't make it through the night, nigga. When I get full at the restaurant, I'll box some shit up. Yeah. I don't try to stretch eat no more. Like we'll take this home and I'll I'll air fry that or microwave it and get back to it, nigga. For sure. Uh somebody said that well somebody yeah, eat don't leftovers. Eat, oh, eat leftovers. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, and that's that's just wild to me. Like uh, I'm not making a meal every day. No, bro. <laughs> I'm and I'm not wasting a meal. Like if I leave a whole fucking Plate or a bowl of something. You know how difficult it is to cook for one portion size? Yeah. Nah, I can't do it. Yeah, I'm not doing it, dog. Um, yeah. Not eating leftovers is wild. Yeah, you know. Because what, what, what bothered you? You know what I'm saying? Like, who <laughs> did that to you? You gotta use food. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. You feel me? I guess. Oh, uh, man. But if you meal prep, you left, that's leftovers like a motherfucker, right? <laughs> nigga. You, you, <laughs> you made leftovers for, for five days. <laughs> yeah. You're nastier than me, nigga. Have fun with that hard ass salmon, nigga, <laughs> by Friday. <laughs> Imagine you eating some Friday salmon from Sunday. You a nasty nigga, dog. Alright, man, I think that was all the voice notes. Verge, we appreciate you, dog. Keep eating leftovers like a real nigga. Um, yo, man. I agree with all the voice or voice note leavers. This was not a bad fucking episode. It wasn't, dog. I don't want nobody to think that this was some shit that, you know, I hated. It was just kind of a all over the place type episode. Like the shit in um the shit in Atlanta when they ran up on the nigga Earl. <sighs> These niggas still moving green, dog. Like y'all go down there to talk to Earl. He telling y'all, hey, I can't front you. We in a drought, nigga. Sorry. Even with 15 bands, that ain't gonna be enough to get no work for real, for real. And then Terry just busts out, yo, man, point me to the nearest dice game. Terry, when the fuck you become a, a hitter on the on the dice, nigga? Like, I don't think they've showed this nigga Terry play craps one time in two seasons of this show, nigga. When did you become that nigga where you trying to re-up work money on the motherfucking crap table, bro? Like, it just, it threw me off that that was like the intro to Terry's fucking dice extraordinaire shooting, nigga. I, I just, I didn't know he was that nigga on the, on the, on the roll, dog, but... If um if we go back to the beginning of the episode, old girl, the white girl, she's still in the interrogation room. Um, they on her ass, yo, roll on Terry and Meach. Tell us about their organization. We know you work for the Flinneries. Was this whole if you got more than six hundred and fifty grams in nineteen eighty nine 
a thing where you getting 30 years? Like, I don't think that was the case. I tried to look that up, but the shit that I was finding wasn't dating back that far. Because in 1989, niggas was going to jail and getting out without doing 30 yeah. years yeah. for having more than 650 grand. Yeah. yeah. Like, I just, it just don't seem right. Like, I know... And Reagan I have enough came through who, and, and did his thing. In my circle, in my family, who done went to jail yeah. for less than 30 years. Yeah, I know Reagan came and did his thing and shit, but like, I really feel like niggas start seeing them football numbers around like the early 90s, bro. Because I also think it was the early 90s that they started really catching these niggas. Like, y'all wasn't giving out them numbers, I don't think. And if it's true, it's true, nigga. I'll, I'll continue to do some research years? and try to validate it. But that just seemed like a stretch, dog. But he told her, yo, for every 650 fucking, uh, was it pounds? Whatever. No, said grams. Grand. Yeah, every 650 grams of work, you get 30 years, nigga. And you got uh, 3,000. So, you catching... All the motherfucking years, bro. Like, you're never... Are you getting 30 to life or whatever you said, nigga? You know the hilarious, the hilariousness or the continuity breakdowns of this whole shit is... Um, when Meech and Terry finally got to work in Atlanta. Yeah. And was like, yo, this is it? Yeah. That was more than... <laughs> old girl got caught moving. Oh, shit, yeah. Like, yeah. nigga, y'all didn't have... She wasn't moving She wasn't moving keys. that. She, she had literally... Like six, right? I don't even know if it was that. It might have been four bricks in that motherfucking uh It wasn't glove 10 compartment. keys that she was moving. Yeah, yeah. And y'all niggas just lost that. The other wild part, when y'all gonna dress paying my man uh what's dog who married to Lala? Breeze, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. I can't remember. Y'all gotta pay him back, nigga. <laughs> like about that nigga. Yeah. A nigga went work in the drought. Y'all old, nigga. When y'all come back home, y'all old. If you got work in a drought and you ain't selling it, you might as well not have no work. Also a fact. Cause also what, a fact. What separates you if you're not selling the drugs that you holding? Yeah. yeah. What's, the, what's the point? And I'm like, why he the only nigga? Because they other nigga is like, yo, nigga, we holding because we up in the price. Like the, the price is at a premium right now. Why he the only nigga who just legit can't sell his work? That's wild. How you a drug dealer who can't no, sell drugs? Because he ain't got no soldiers. Jeez. So you got product, but nobody strong enough to sit on the corner and move it without somebody taking it from him. Dog. So that's why this whole thing was like, well, nigga, you got product, I got, I got yeah. soldiers. So, dog. So I, I rewatched um, first couple episodes of the documentary, right? Um, just because when I watched the doc, I didn't really lock in until like the third episode. So I was like, let me run them first two back, see the fucking, you know, when they was in Southwest, just kind of build up or whatever, dog. And the nigga who Pat is based off of, <laughs> he was paying them 750 a week and was making millions. They said this nigga was making 10 to 20K a day. And then on the weekends, it was like 20K plus easy, nigga. And was making millions a year and was giving them two and uh, D, whatever his name was, the nigga that be Mickey based off of, uh, 750 a week each. Hey, children. <laughs> I get it, but you, but but you not. But no, but think about it. Like you a child, you not finna be you, alive you, on my dock. I mean, I I get it, but like your mama and your daddy combined yeah, don't, don't make seven fifty a week. week. Yeah, they facts. probably don't make that shit a month. Yeah, let and you getting that shit every week, and yeah. you what fourteen? Yeah, or uh, who knows how how old they were when they actually started doing that shit? Yeah, like 
And I'm an adult Adult Yeah Fuck I look like Caking up my profit To these some fucking kids What y'all Man. gonna do to me Nigga You feel me He would not be here dog Cause them niggas Was on there And they was talking about Like they ain't really <laughs> Cause it was funny dude That uh That be Mickey based off of He was the main one Kind of talking about dog Him and um Oh Yo they did some other shit That I thought was kind of wild So the dude You remember uh the nigga who went and checked on their cousin and seen him in the car and shit. Then he picked up uh, Meech yeah. and Terry from the hospital. That's Roland, who lived across the street yeah, from them. Yeah. And who all... I ain't put it together because on the show, they just kind of threw this nigga in there. Him and Meech just smoked weed together. Yeah, yeah. And it was like... But it was like, no, nah, this was their neighbor. Like, he one of the first niggas down with the crew. Like, he in there as thick as B-Mickey in the beginning, at least. You know what I'm saying? And, like, I wonder who's supposed to be... Sosa mm, he been down with yeah. Meech in 1985 Yeah Cause Meech was dating His sister Yep Yep um, Since he like Nigga we've been locked in Since Forever bro Ever since Yeah And he owns BMF Yeah, yeah. He the one copyrighted BMF Everything go through him The official books The whole nine He got all the paperwork On everybody who told Um He beat his own case He was his own lawyer <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Like I wonder if they have not introduced him, uh, who is who gonna be that, that? character? Yeah, because it's eighty nine. You should have been down with him already. Yeah, yeah. It just when I when I put the the rolling cat together, I was like, it just felt like damn. They would have shown him a little more love in the. I don't know. I don't know. It just because in in the grand scheme of things, they didn't play major. Well, I have no idea. To be perfectly honest, yeah, it doesn't appear. That they play major roles in the creation of of the shit, yeah. But they've been there from the start, from so. the rip, yeah. So it's By like I, to see Lil Zane more than we seen Roland, and Roland just popped up. Because even the fact, because I remember know. saying it when he said, "Yo, I went down to check on your cousin. He bought a car. I'm like, whoa, 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 he down there living live." I'm like, damn, you trusted this random nigga we just got introduced to? He been around though. But like since when though? Like the only reason you don't notice, like only reason we notice Little Zane because it's Little Zane. Yeah. Little Zane have so in two years he said all of ten words on camera. Yeah. But like when you see him on camera, like oh that's Little. That's Little Zane. Zane. So we yeah. notice him because he's a known face. Yeah. Other niggas that you don't, you just seem they like they background characters and shit. Yeah. Because if if Little Zane wasn't a rapper before, he one hundred percent the background character. <laughs> was Little Zane a rapper? <laughs> like, he was one. He was a. He was a rapper, and he got a hit song. Yeah. He was featured on that song. No, that, that's a fucking. Hit. Everybody wanted that song, and if niggas act like they didn't like this shit with one twelve. They lying. That's a. Oh that's no no no! He was featured on that <laughs> shit. Like, but that was a motherfucking. And that was nigga. the ghost of Tupac, by the way. <laughs> yeah, the so you, you cannot tell the me that. Even the movements the and the flow pattern. Yeah, like yeah. if Pac rapped that shit, <laughs> <laughs> it would have been way better. It's a certified great fucking record too. Yo, nigga, we had no business listening to anywhere <laughs> as whatever age kids we were, nigga. Man. That was some wild time, bro. We could do it in the Black 500 <laughs> with the top down. Like, dog. And that nigga was moving. I'm like, bro, you're not Tupac, nigga. Anyway, um, back to old girl in the beginning. So she in there, they interrogating her. They tell her, yo, you getting like five fucking life terms, nigga. You never see in prison or never see in the light of day ever. And then cash all Monique walks in that bitch. And she like, yeah, unless y'all niggas want to violate the Sixth Amendment, y'all need to let she me talk to my client. She a paralegal. Y'all should have asked more questions. Yeah. <laughs> y'all just yeah. to take over. Yeah. She walked in there and said my client and y'all niggas was like, God damn it. We got to leave. It was like, no, you don't. No, you don't. She's a paralegal, nigga. She ain't have to show no ID to get back there either. 
Like no, you know you have a law license. Like you show them your bar license, bro. In this e-course, come <laughs> <laughs> <It's> e <laughs> Same nigga does everything. So Detective um, Bryant is the nigga. <laughs> she worked for, and I ain't catch this dog. She worked for uh, William Culpepper. Um, the offices of William Culpepper. He was YBI's lawyer, specifically Butch Jones. Um, my nigga Keith Appling from Michigan State. Been through a lot of shit over the last few years with the law. Um, Frank Nitty, Usher. He been defending a lot of motherfuckers and, uh, you know, a lot of people in the Kwame Kilpatrick case. He was the uh, the attorney for them, too, as well, man. So I, they kind of slid it in, but I thought that was a very, like... Like Davis. Yeah, literally, literally. Um, he, he gets off the folks who might have possibly done some illegal shit. Okay? He comes in and cleans it up and makes sure that all is well, dog. So she comes in there and she basically tells old girl, yo, got to eat these charges. You will go to fucking jail a little bit. You're going to do some time. But if you eat it. Your little boy that's about to go to Michigan State. College is paid for. Don't even trip. I mean, I ain't mad at that. Just one female prison in Michigan. <laughs> Be all right. it's, it's it's girl prison. <laughs> like I know that's a, I Is she going to Americanstown prison. <laughs> like it's girl prison though. Like you be all right. And like you think you're making a girl prison? No, <laughs> I be watching some of them shows. The girls is like wilder than the niggas, dog. Like, but they, but they wild with female strength. <laughs> <laughs> but like when you go in there, with Jay and adult, <laughs> when you go in there with adult male strength, it's like it's a little different, right? I mean, you can still get shanked, yeah. you feel me? But like, I have an animal hose. Yeah, we about to do this the right way. Yo, nigga. You know how they say, like, women sync up their periods when they be around each other too much? Like, I bet prison be. That be a wild wig. It, it smells really bad. That wig be wild as hell. I know man. the feminine projects is probably not in abundance. Yeah, yeah. The fact that they got to buy feminine products with their commissary is wild. Like, I mean, they not go, just handing them that. It's a large task every month. <laughs> the whole prison is, who's supposed to pay for this shit? Real talk, it's actually wild that women have to buy that in general. Like, in or out of prison, I actually feel like that's some shit that, they get that to women. Who? I don't know. God, the government. <laughs> Somebody got to make Somebody that shit. Can, Somebody got to work for it. Nah, like, the government should pay for that, dog. Women shouldn't have to pay for tampons. Niggas should have shit, to pay for condoms. Well, I never wanted those in the first place. <laughs> Still mad at dog that invented that. Like, yo, they nigga, said they. Uh, I was put here to reproduce. Yo, they said King Tutankhamen was buried with a condom, and I saw <laughs> they show. Yo, this nigga was buried with a condom, dog. That's wild. Yeah. That's wild. And they showed it. That My. shit looked like a slingshot. <laughs> and it had like the thing that you wrap around your waist too. So like it's it's wow. That's nuts, dog. I'm like, you was, you <laughs> that's was, nuts. Yeah. <laughs> you was jamming this giant cloth in there and shit. Like <laughs> yo, this was not a pleasurable experience for nobody involved. No, nah, like, no, nah. everybody's hurting. It me. was like it was <laughs> everybody hurt. cloth. That's what the loincloth cloth is in real life. Nigga. They ain't tell you. Oh man. So um. Cash all told her, hey, take this shit. I'm Your son's shit going to be paid for it. That's going to be the artwork. <laughs> Yo, that being the artwork and then the title being Chuck is Burning. <laughs> That's going to be a wild little pod, dog. Um, Meech and Terry, they headed down to Atlanta. Wow. Yeah, that didn't. That hurt. Yeah, that, that hurt anybody like involved. Hurt, right? nigga. <laughs> that shit was abrasive, dog. 
This that, is wow. That looked like the motherfucking uh, ace bandage they just unwrapped from my damn foot, dog. Yo, I'm out here on two feet now, bitches. Dog, it's a whole I'm back. bunch of this shit. Like <laughs> that's wild. Niggas that like in uh, BC was still not trying to get these hoes pregnant. Nah, and it's like, nigga, y'all need workers. <laughs> Take some condoms. <laughs> had to, had to build them pyramids. <laughs> um, Meech and Terry. In however many days it's been. Apparently it's only been three hours because them niggas only in Ohio. <laughs> and they down there and they uh Meech whooping on the cousin ass. He done whooped his ass till he start re-bleeding. And then they take the whip that he bought with they work that he sold. Smart fucking move. Took the whip to the chop shop, got 15 bands for it. Took it to the top. Took it to the chop shop, got the damn top drop. Dog, I feel like they could have got more than 15 bands for a brand new whatever the fuck he bought. Uh, I feel like they could have got that. I want you to new beans costing 89. Though. I don't know, nigga. That shit was probably like 27,000 or some shit. Like chopping that bitch up. Let me find out how much that motherfucker costs. How much was the 1989... Mercedes, let's say 560 SL. Yo, key, low key, this was what it was. It wasn't a drop. Yeah, it wasn't a drop. Um, look at this, the, the cost for it right now. I want to know. <laughs> 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 what, what, what was it back then? God damn it. It was only 6,000 of these bitches produced. Um, Y'all niggas ain't going to give me a price, huh? Just going to waste this whole little segment. <laughs> All right. Huh, I'll find it. Fuck it. Anyway, they took the shit to the chop shop, got 15 bands for it, and they plan to use that to go holla at Earl. Earl is my nigga from the first episode that was taking Meech around the casino. Earl no K-9. He was getting the fucking work off, um, bringing it up to K-9, nigga, and... Uh, Meech was like, yo, if I go down to Atlanta, holla at Earl with his 15 bands, maybe he'll front of some keys, nigga. They got down there to holler at him, and Earl was like, nah, nigga, sorry. <laughs> Can't do it, bro. And um, niggas is like, yo, what the fuck, man? Like, please, dog, we need some work. And then nigga Terry like, man, you know what, dog? Or no, before uh, Terry even said something, the nigga Earl was like, I mean, shit, nigga, you know, it's a cat down here named Pint. Legend has it that nigga so know how to turn shit to one whip to two. So basically, you like, yo, I need niggas in front of me. He was like, my nigga, it's a drought. And if it wasn't a drought, I'm not trying to let you make money off my money before I get paid. Facts. So, you know, buy what y'all can buy with this 15 and then find out who this nigga Pine is and flip y'all work. Niggas was like, or Terry was like, nah, nigga, you know what, man? Fuck. Fuck, is that nigga a magician or something? You know what? Point me to the nearest dice game. Terry, who the fuck is you? I don't know you, bro. You talking to me? Y'all want to put it on the felt? It's not, Nobody's ever said that in life, bro. Nobody's ever said that. Who is writing? Yo, whoever said we'll be talking about the writing, talking about the writing segment right here. Writing segment. Um, <laughs> Niggas was not saying. That. <laughs> Yo, if, if y'all want to put it on the felt, I know a spot, but they don't play up in there. Whatever the fuck he said, boy, ain't nobody putting shit on the felt. Ever, nigga. Take me to the dice game, dog. All I know is this Benz is still 70. It's damn near. It's $30,000 now. Get the fuck out of <laughs> it's, here. It's probably the original yeah. price, too. Uh, um, so they go see motherfucking. Damn, this bitch 50000 Ain't no way. 
niggas be paying, bro. You know, I love them old Broncos and shit. When I be looking at some of them that's cleaned up and all that, bro, niggas be talking 80, 90K for the old Broncos, bro. I'm like, y'all niggas is wild. Um, oh, while they down in Atlanta trying to figure out where the fucking dice game at, Charles is fucking opting to not go to the church retreat. Why the fuck is you trying to go to the church retreat? We just been beefing out. Lucille, like, oh, you sure you don't want to go? The kid just got shot. They are on the run. You just gave him every dollar that you had. Bro, you sure you don't want to go, Charles? That nigga said, bro, our family and our business is up in flames right now. <laughs> no, I don't want to go to the church retreat. I ain't in the mood to get preached to. And I thought you wasn't neither, nigga, because you was sounding like you wasn't with all this uh, holy moly donut shop shit last week. So I thought you was with the smoke. She like, no, we need to go down there and pray, baby. Me and Nicole. Go. That nigga was like, man, get the fuck on. I got shit to do. But nigga, I ain't going to lie. I know you said you seen the spoiler that told you what Charles was going to be on. I knew in that moment when he said he wasn't going to the retreat. Charles gonna get some pussy this weekend, nigga. Like I knew, I ain't know how it was coming. I ain't know if it was gonna be from old girl at church, the little young thing, or if it was gonna be from Mabel, little freaky ass. Somebody was throwing Charles some pussy this weekend, dog. And I just had a feeling about it, nigga. So my nigga Chuck gonna get him, dog. He gonna get it. He gonna get him, dog. And then they show us fucking Lamar running around the hood getting hood taxes from niggas. Lamar, we've been gone a day. How you run the streets? And who told you? Who told the rest of the streets that you run them now? <laughs> Meach and Terry ain't here no more. I run this bitch. I run the street. Nigga, how? Since when? Since when? You ain't even went to the little record store. Meach and Terry ain't been asleep yet. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Where they sleeping? Niggas been on the road, bro. Like, how are you running shit in four hours? With nigga? no drugs. You who don't drug You don't have one. You don't have one. You know a nigga with some fucking uh, some uh, embalming fluid for niggas to sniff? I know niggas was on that in the 70s. Maybe cuz can get that off, but you ain't got no work, nigga. You just running around scaring niggas and making them pay you. And I'm trying to figure out, to D. Scott's point, how the fuck ain't nobody up the blicky on you, nigga? Murder, yo. Murder fucking game, bro. When the murder capital... Of the country was in Detroit It was during this time frame Yeah Lamar You in the Coney every day And niggas The Coney Island uh, Cashier Oh uh, hey Mr. Lamar You can hear go your food Got a loose burger Two Coney Some fries And then Cause like Where my shit Oh, you, oh didn't you, you didn't pay Well Lamar ain't paying either But you not Lamar How you got the Coney nigga afraid bro I don't trust this dog I got my money right Nah, time to get my family. But what the fuck are you talking about, bro? That nigga Lamar said, "How is Lamar acting this season?" They got him overacting, and they're fucking it up because he wasn't. He was perfect last year, nigga. Like even on the episodes last year that was like good, not great. Lamar was great every fucking week last season, dog. This season. Everything seems so fucking od, bro. Like he's sitting there talking shit. Cause like Damn nigga You getting the free fucking meals They bringing money to the table I, I see you the man again In these streets That nigga like Yeah but None of that mean Nothing if a king Ain't got his queen What? Nigga said And I ain't talking about that That toe sucking shit you on I'm talking about matters of the heart What? My what? Nigga, you can't even have sex right now Nigga You are boo-booing out your stomach In a plastic bag 
pink cookies in a plastic bag, ass nigga, bro. Chocolate chip cookies in a plastic bag. Pink cookies in a plastic bag. Like, bro. Yo, yo. Yo, LJ, LL Cool J is one of the weirdest niggas of all time. Yo, LL had the plastic Cardi's on in the Gap commercial with the FUBU shit. Yo, this nigga was at ringside at a wrestling match, licking his hand, going like this. Like, <laughs> what is wrong? He thought he was Undertaker. <laughs> Pink cookies in a plastic bag is the wildest title of a building. Was cooler. Come on, nigga. cannabis did it. <laughs> oh man. So Lamar said, "Yo, I'm, I'm talking matters at the heart." Clearly, cut to Monique because we know what the fuck he on. Cut to uh, a trigger's got no heart. <laughs> <laughs> A trigger's got no heart. Boy, we need some fucking music <laughs> in this motherfucker because a trigger got no Dog. heart. So this nigga, um, he go to Monique crib. <laughs> Where did he get all these chains? That nigga was Slick Rick at Monique Porch, nigga. <laughs> he took about rappers, apparently. Apparently. I mean, uh, gangbangers because rappers <clears throat> wasn't a thing yet. He walked up. He saw Slick Rick. <laughs> <laughs> nigga said, oh, I got to be Rick. Nigga, he went to her porch, 72 chains on, and the nigga said... Hey, 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 now Monique, I, I know uh, she I know you're scared. But shit. Yeah, she upped the blicky on him. And he like, hey, I'm just here to talk. I ain't on no bullshit. You know, I just wanted you to know that I would never hurt you and Zoe. She yeah. said, uh, last time you was here, you beat my ass in the bathroom in front of Zoe. My sink's still not up. <laughs> Come on, nigga. I got a towel missing off. The, how you fuck up the pink towel, Lamar? Come on, now. He like, look, look, I, I know I beat your ass, but I would never hurt you. And she was like, well, Zoe's scared of you. I had to send her away. Nigga was like, yo, this the wildest toxic bar ever. And that nigga Lamar said, you sent her away? No, you need to go back and get her. <laughs> a child shouldn't be away from their mother. Right, studies show that, huh, Lamar? <laughs> nigga, nigga said, when my mother died, I was fucked up. Bro, this ain't the same. <laughs> like, she, her you, mama ain't dead. You was going to be the reason her mama died. <laughs> like, damn it, you almost <laughs> killed me. <laughs> when you killed her mama, Zoe was fucked up. And like, you shot Meech. <laughs> like, nigga, <laughs> like, bro. Like, you trying to calm this nigga down. Dog, that nigga Lamar was on some different shit, bro. Like, she could have just shot that nigga right there. <laughs> then Lamar said, <laughs> yo, man, if he showed his shit back one more time, bro. Stop showing the pink cookie bag, nigga. Nigga lifted his shirt. He said, "Nigga, show like, I got all this chili <laughs> left over. Look, look at this loose burger." <laughs> nigga said, "Even if I wanted to make love to you, I couldn't." She was like, "Nigga, I'm glad you know that." <laughs> like, bro, we're not fucking, nigga. Like, I'm not even opening the screen door. How did you get to even if you wanted to make love, bro? I don't understand it, dog. She told that nigga, "Fuck off." And he did matters of the heart. Love didn't win, nigga. That's all I learned right there. Love don't live here <laughs> anymore. So we back down at the motherfucking. But they only uh, crackhead friends. We later found out. Yo, if there was ever a random line in a motherfucking show, that nigga Terry said, "Nah, rewind." Meech say, "Yo, man, Wanda the best girl you could have been with." Terry like shit, nigga. I could say that about both your baby mamas. Nigga like, yeah. Um, Soraya, J girl, she is great. Nigga was like, I think he was so so wild is <laughs> cause the strippers in there um were not 2022 strippers. Mm -mm. 
and they had the bush. Shout yeah. out to them. Yeah, for having the no, bush. keep that real. You know, what I'm keep saying? that real. I'm like, okay, I see y'all with the details. Yeah, Coochie you hair is me? back. Nigga. Yeah. I thought he was kind of basically saying like, "Yo, both your baby mamas kind of cold." That's what I. <laughs> That's how I took it. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, hey, you like my baby mama? <laughs> you got two that I fuck. <laughs> and that nigga was like, "You know what's so crazy? What? T baby mama on the show don't look all that different than how she looked in real life." That's a fact. That is a fact. Because I saw her prime pictures yeah, yeah. and all that shit. I'm like, yo. Yeah, young her definitely looked like old girl on the show. Old girl on the show was straight too. I spent some I know you spent some time over there. I think Dude. I might have tagged you, like, hey, nigga, Dang. come spend some time. Man. <laughs> I'll be having to tell Jay battle, spend the time, nigga. Battle with the baby mamas is wild. Hey, man. Uh T baby mama or Meach two baby mamas, which one? Well, you already in love with the one. I she am, won for you. I'm definitely in love with her. But yeah. um she's also been with Emmett. <laughs> 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 yeah, Jacob Lattimore. Uh, <laughs> Why you did that? Why you did that? So I'm a I'm a by default, Meach. She's super cold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But T is baby mama. A little less known. That's a little bit more my speed. Yeah, the less, yeah. Le, little less known. So she's actually um, Soraya is on a show on BET that just got renewed for a second season called Kingdom Business, mm. and um. It's on BET and BET Plus app, but yeah, it got like a 93% rating on Google, IMDb, it got like an 8. Apparently, it's like a straight little drama, dog. It got like Soraya, Yolanda Adams. Um, well, y'all know this was also uh, Monique Weekend. She had a uh, program that- uh, Oh, her new Lee Daniels movie on BET Plus. I thought it was pretty strange that- um, at the same time, it was announced that she was going to come to BMF. It was announced that she was connecting back up with Lee Daniels. Mm-hmm. And then the same weekend, both of those problems, like, is this the, we going to usher her back into the Yeah, because 50 was very vocal about wanting to work with Monique. And then in that period when he said, hey, I'm going to have Monique on BMF, we learned her and uh, Lee Daniels squashed it. Then we learn she gonna be in BMF and be in a Lee Daniels project. Then to your point, on the weekend that she premieres on BMF, interesting. Her movie premieres. Her Lee Daniels movie premieres on BT Plus. Interesting. Couple niggas told me that movie wasn't bad. I got it in my queue. I ain't watched it yet. Yeah, it's I a horror it. movie. So yeah, I heard it wasn't bad. Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna get into that little horror thriller. That's always my style. Um, speaking of Monique, she's what she was Della Reese. <laughs> oh, hold up! Before we even get there, though, because I gotta rewind back to Terry. <laughs> nigga say, "Yeah, your baby mama's cold." Both your baby mama's cold. Then that nigga say, "Yeah, man, Soraya is straight." He was like, "Monique, though, she's still tripping off that Lamar shit." Now, nigga, of all the Lamar shit she has to trip about, why the fuck do Terry say, "Oh my God, don't tell me she playing with her nose again." Nigga, how did we get there? How did you notice? When was this a problem that you were aware of? Why is this again? How is that the thing you think she's worried about Lamar for, nigga? Well, I guess when she get worried, she started sniffing. <sighs> that was a reach. It was a reach. But you know, they only, you know, people, because in real life, why would she ever fuck with Lamar? Yeah, yo, that nigga meets. Yo, I don't know why they hang out together. Like, apparently they used to party and I get mean, down. And, I, and then Terry, like, well, I mean, why people why, yeah. like each other as well? Whatever. Can't, can't help who you fall in love with. 
My nigga said, yo, one, don't tell me one tap Terry and found him a bitch. <laughs> I legitimately laughed at this part. He's yo, like, who's the lucky girl? <laughs> one tap Terry had me crying, dog. I'm not lying. And that, that little camaraderie that they had. Man, yeah, that, it felt good. That felt general. It felt uh, good. Genuine. And I laughed because yeah. like that nigga said, man, shut up. Like, oh, then, who's the lucky girl? <laughs> What's her name? But then the fucked up part is, you might want to tell your brother that it's the nigga who bricks we just lost. Yeah, I'd like probably be you probably got to say that nigga. Like it's his wife. Like you remember that work that the white girl got pulled over with his wife. Like yeah, they ain't gonna get mad. Oh nigga, that's the reason that you went over there. Come on, nigga, that's the reason you want to be BMF again. <laughs> Nigga, you know we about to die when we get back in this motherfucker. Baby mama fucker. Literally, dog. So then they go to the back. <laughs> they go to the felt. <laughs> and Monique back there with this wild ass wig on that I ain't love. Um, <laughs> My man had a wild ass wig on. <laughs> yeah, that's Steve Harvey from. That nigga Earl. <laughs> Yo. Why Earl be a ho- Why Earl such a hoe ass nigga? Earl a Bitch, dog. Why you took them to the shady dice game? And you went in there and told her, like, hey, I'm about to bring these pups. And they all get an eye, like, clean up. So they go in there. She yelling at a nigga. I don't know Mm -hmm. why. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. I don't know why this nigga went and put every single thing he had on one row. Bro. All right. What? (laughs) Jay, that nigga literally started and said, it's a thousand a roll. <laughs> Terry said, let me get 7,500 on the next roll. Bitch, y'all are splitting 15,000 in half, you and your brother. Why the fuck would you put the 75 on this one roll? And then, Meech, you just turned around and bet. You rode the bet? Y'all niggas look like children. Bro, know. that nigga Meech, Terry like, yo, after he lose... Nigga, the dice is hot. They was. I seen. Yo, bro. They looked at each other like, are we going to give them what they want? But not even that, nigga. When when the dealer swapped the dice, nigga, you see the magnet snap down to the table. Like, bro, it was the easiest shit to catch in the history of catching shit. But didn't T roll a seven? Yeah, that's wild. Yo, listeners, y'all go back and tell me and Jay if we wrong. We seen T roll a seven on his first roll. Find me a fucking dice game where rolling a seven on the first roll ain't a winner, nigga. Uh, this shit is crazy. I, I, unless we seen the wrong number, nigga. I, me and Jay wear glasses. So I'm pretty sure we seen what we seen, nigga. But y'all find me the dice game where a seven ain't winning, bro. And let niggas know. On the first rollout. On the first roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So nigga rolled. It landed on what it landed on. Nigga lost his half of the money. He go ask Meech for the other half. Meech like... No, nigga, you was so confident. You said you had it, nigga. So I threw my seventy five hundred up on you. I followed your bet, nigga. Why? That was never the plan. Me coming in here and betting the whole half wasn't the plan on the first roll. But you following that bet is probably stupider. I did the side bet. Why? Why? Why you do a side bet on a come out? Come on, dog. Like you can't do two. F- well, you a lose anyway, I guess. Well, no, I do a come bet. So. I play craps mm-hmm. at the casino. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So you roll, you get your point. All right, bet. Let's just say, well, if you roll the first roll, you hit a seven, you win. Like yeah. that's the you won. But let's say you roll first roll, you get a six. So now that's your point. Mm-hmm. And then I throw a come bet out there, which is basically starting the second game. They got mm-hmm. it's on the felt. You feel me? <laughs> it's on the felt. Okay. <laughs> it's quite literally on the felt. It's a come. Bro. 
C O M E, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not for you, so horny you, niggas. You throw the money out there. Now you got a second game rolling. Yeah. So if your point six, right? Mm-hmm. You put whatever you threw out there. You got another game rolling on that second roll. If you crap out, you do lose on that point. Yeah. On, on your six. Yeah. But that comeback, you win on the seven. Yeah. So I typically uh, will have at least two comebacks. Mm-hmm. So. I'm rolling and I got three games going, so you got multiple chances to, to win, win and odds mm-hmm. the whole nine yards. But like y'all got the felt. Yeah. Was that a pool table or was it actual shit on there? No, it was the felt. So what are you it was doing, the felt. my nigga? I didn't get it. I didn't get it. This whole scene irritated me, dog. And the nigga Cherry like I mean, you might as well just put seventy five hundred in the field. Bro, you might as well have threw seventy five hundred at one of them like hoes on the a, stage. A two, bro. 12, 10, 9. Um, and I think eight down. Why there. did he play his whole oh, half, bro? I j- I will never get coming in and walking into this strange environment and putting every dollar you got on this one roll. I mean, what the fuck, Nick? <laughs> Bet it all on black. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> like, Nick? You know that's not a thing. Just because Wesley Snipes said it. Always bet on black. <laughs> like, bro. Okay, when this red hit, yo, you know. Yo, remember old girl who looked like Michael Jackson who used to be in all the movies? <laughs> she was in Bachelor of Fifty Seven too. <laughs> yo, she was in everything, dog. She was fine though. <laughs> she looked like Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> like in real life, no, I love Jimmy. Look like my dad. I love dog. That's dog. what Kanye was talking about. <laughs> I got a light skinned friend, dog. I love Pastor Fifty Seven, nigga. It's Michael. Because I want to know her fucking name, dog. Um, and we gonna find her discography. Yo, oh, you know yo, what, Alex Datcher. But look at her pick that they used. <laughs> Dude, come on, man. That's fucking MJ, dog. That's one hundred percent Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, y'all go look up Alex Datcher, and I promise you, you're gonna laugh real hard right now. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, all right, uh, back to this shit. So these niggas got played, man. They walked into the dice game green as fuck. Earl played them niggas, and you know what I thought before they went to the dice game and got played. I was like, yo, if Earl cool with K9 and K9 not fucking with Meech because Meech didn't do what he asked him to do with this with this one dude, Earl wouldn't get them niggas no work no way. Cause, yo, nigga, K9 my man's, you not my man, so I ain't doing that shit for you. So I was like, no, nah, why Earl helping them out? And then I realized he wasn't helping them out. He was playing these little niggas because they some suckers. Okay. Now it make a little more sense to me. Um then these niggas go, whoa, 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 hold up. Oh, Charles at fucking Mabel house. Your man Charles in there fixing Mabel cabinets. And I gotta, I gotta wonder why Charles opened up a limousine business when he's clearly a fucking contractor, nigga. Like, are, are the cars not working? Bro. Why aren't you driving? Maybe they shut down the whole shit because old girl got pulled over. It's only been a day. That's the other part. I got three cars. She's been there 24 hours, nigga. Go pick up some people. Before she was hired, it was just UNT. Like, just go drive, my nigga. Bro, how much? Why you not carpentering the whole neighborhood? Because I know all the other houses over here need work and ceiling fans and cabinets and shit. How much is Mabel paying you? 
Because before you got some pussy, you had already committed to helping her out. I mean, he gave $40 to fix a van. Come on, man. How much do a cabinet cost? <laughs> like, goddamn, Charles. He was just screwing the cabinet up there. <laughs> like, Charles really don't be doing much <laughs> when he go over there. <laughs> He's like, uh, let me talk. I guess it's time for me to go. <laughs> she like, oh, um, I know you're going to be lonely this weekend because I know your wife gone. <laughs> she my friend. I know she gone. That's wild. Yeah. Nigga, she was at the table when when she, she, she broke bread the, with y'all, dog. When uh, mama slapped the daughter. And she, oh yeah, nah. Lucille slapped blood out in the cold right in front of Mabel. <laughs> That's when Mabel was like, "Yeah, this is a broken home. I can fuck her husband, nigga. These niggas is broken." She was like, "Well, look, you gonna have an empty house. You gonna be lonely. I know you sick of being lonely. Why don't you come through? I'm throwing a party Saturday night." And I was like, "Yeah, Charles about to go get some pussy." I didn't even think it was gonna be no party. <laughs> I thought it was finna be an empty house, nigga. <laughs> like, nigga, how you like you? If you got a party two doors down from your house, nigga. You know your wife gonna find out, fam. You know what blew my mind more than fucking anything? That Lucille and them came back Saturday night. They was gone a day, nigga. That. Bro, they was they, they, the retreat was the same day, bro, and they came back the night. Nigga, the night of, nigga. Bro, Charles, be careful, nigga. Cause Mabel live right down the street. And your wife and them are gone and will be back within a 24 hour period, nigga. That's you need to calm your horny ass down. How that nigga. shit be with them church hoes. <laughs> yeah. Yo, shout out to Triumph. Like, you just gotta you just gotta get niggas to fucking, you know. Um, so anyway. My nigga Charles is like, she like, yeah, come to the party. Charles like, nah, you know, I ain't really much for parties and all that. Well, she like, well, well the invitation's there if you want to just get out the house. And I knew right then Charles was going to take his horny ass to that party and go get a nut. And like I said, I ain't even think she was going to have a party because she been very fucking keen on what she want. So I knew her motherfucking purpose was going to be to get some Chuck. And uh, meanwhile... Detective Bryant, son getting bullied. He getting this shit snatched. Um, the bullies at school and stole his goddamn Nikes. Now, I just want to know. Uh, I mean, I grew up in the eighties. Mm -hmm. Were you allowed to talk to your talk back to your father like that? Nope. Or I don't children? care if he was a nice kid or not. I was a nice kid. Dad, you don't always got the answers just because you said who the fuck you talk. And this the type of father that would allow uh, uh, his son to talk to him like the that. manliest alpha male is. He just beat up Meech while he was shot, nigga. Nigga want Meech to bleed out <laughs> and was making him bleed. Like he was grabbing bullet holes. Like nigga, open motherfucker. Brian must work for the Memphis Police Department, <laughs> yo, because <laughs> that's what type of shit he was on. Yeah. Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this really was a Brian joke. Not Yo. A, <laughs> not that type. Yo. I know you talked about the last three of them niggas was Q's. The Q's national shit came out and was like, yeah, the niggas are immediately banned. They can't wear no paraphernalia. None it was of that. So crazy though. I seen an article. They said they they belong to I forget how, what they what they labeled the organization or organization a story organization with such and such and like in this particular mm. chapter these people got such and such for hazing I'm like my nigga you about to use one particular chapter at one mm -hmm. particular school to say this entire organization they, that they they put a fucking mark on them they was like like that nigga they, like he was a part of the Taliban or nigga. Some shit. yeah it was the, uh, the the main nigga oh by the way. Um, Tyree Nichols' father came out and said that whole shit about 
him having a thing with the cop's wife or girlfriend or whatever said that was literally an internet rumor like that was just it wasn't true bro he know who his his son was fucking probably probably did he work do we work at fedex yeah do he know that old boy baby mama don't work but i don't even know if old boy baby mama really worked there like i've seen a couple people say that like yeah, but they don't work the same location. They just both work at FedEx. It was wild. He took a picture of him though. And FedEx is headquartered in Memphis. You can work at FedEx and be in ninety different fucking locations if you in Memphis, dog. So I was like, I don't know. But his father came out and was like, Yeah, that was an unfounded ass rumor. Internet be on some internet. Yeah, internet I saw do a video be lying. Him take a picture of the body. The uh, the cop. Yeah, yeah. He one hundred percent took his phone out. Yeah, he was laid against and took a picture. Like, what'd you do that for? Who'd you send that to? Uh, I mean, shit, they could easily trace that. Y'all for sure could see where that picture What's went. What's so crazy is the audio that they was listening to, they turned their mics and cameras, their mics off. All that audio from the came from the camera that was on top of the The one that phone. seen them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. The niggas tried to get slick. Yeah. Nah, they was he on was some shit. He was trying to manufacture that. Uh, he was talking like um, after the shit was over. Like, yeah. Yeah, man. When he stopped him, he wouldn't. He grabbed such and such yeah. gun, man. Like he's yeah. about to shoot him. Nah, this this was a a premeditated situation, bro. We just trying to figure out. I, I'm assuming people just trying to figure out why y'all was so mad at him from yeah. the very get go. Yeah, because it Here's don't make sense. Whether whether it was you you was messing with a wife or you knew a wife or these niggas just some bitch ass niggas and felt like doing so some crazy. bullshit. It's weak as fuck, bro. Because when that video first got posted, that mm. day of when the video first got posted, I made a comment on YouTube, and a random person told me about that whole little situation. Yeah. What? Which was like a day and a half to two days before it hit the rumor mill. About the, I'm like, yep. where did this? The day the video, where did this nigga on the internet get this shit from? Which yeah. is crazy to me. I think I screenshotted it too. Yeah, it's crazy. It's the whole situation nuts, bro. Like I. <laughs> I'm, I'm still bothered by it just because it's like there's no real reason that you niggas was that mad that y'all beat that man to death, dog. Like for real, for real. You know what I always think, random as fuck, but related. Um, you know, Rodney King lucky as hell, bro. Like they beat that this what they was trying to do. <laughs> like they was doing it. Wasn't no tasers, nigga. We was coming baton to this nigga head for 20 minutes, bro. Yeah. That's wild. Bro. I don't want to. I don't want to compare tragedies, but to say this was worse than the Rodney King beating. Did y'all watch that shit, man? Because if 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 Rodney King wasn't high on cocaine, he'd be dead, bro. That adrenaline was doing something. That's to the only him, thing dog. kept him alive. Because they was taking that, but they was going that. crazy, bro. Now, granted, that video scared me as a kid, dog. Because I was like really shook, like. Or they man. just keep hitting him in the head. Malice Green. Come on, man. Rest in peace. It was just the other day, uh, the anniversary of that shit. Man, man what's crazy is that, so on Dread Road and Evergreen, um, there's a giant rock mm -hmm. at the gas station on Dread Road and Evergreen where somebody painted a mural of uh, of, of uh, Malice Green and shit. It was there damn near my, well, my whole, not my whole life, but yeah. it's been there for forever. a while. So yeah. it's, a, it's a giant, big ass fucking rock. Yeah. Um, and that same artist actually, uh, years prior, uh, drew a picture of myself and my brother that was up in our in our living room our whole lives. And shit. Oh shit. Um, and it was the same artist and shit. But that rock is still there. Uh, you can't really make out what was there before because all these yeah. years the paint has been. But um, 
Yo, that Malice Green was That was wild, dog. Mm. That was wild. If you're not from Detroit, man, and you're not familiar, go look up Malice Green. Um Malice spelled Malice, Malice. and uh Malice That's crazy, Green, right? Yeah, yeah. They that that's his that name. name carried into yeah I I yeah that was rough man rough time in the city dog um I don't like bullies I don't like bullies I'm not a fan of bullies um so I felt real bad when he came in there with no shoes on so I'm like damn this is fucked up like you know they kind of alluded to something the first time we met the son that he wasn't really you know Are they still messing with you they still yeah and um. He wanted to wear the shirt because he felt powerful with his T-shirt on. Uh, and he comes in the station, man, and he like he walk in there and he like, yeah, you know, I, I figured coming here was better than walking all the way home. And I'm like, damn, dog, they did to this young man, man. Like, that's fucked up. I was glad he wasn't like battered and bruised up and shit, but, you know, still fucked up. They took his shoes. How you feel that Brian handled it? Thought he handled it like I would have handled it. Like, in this moment or later? In this moment. In this moment, well, I mean the yeah, show. Well, later this this moment right here, I thought, yo, man, like, yo, I'm gonna come down to the school, but in the meantime, I want to get you in some boxing class. That's exactly what I would do, nigga. I'm a father. I'm not finna know. Fuck if you tough as me or not. You're not just finna get beat up, and I don't at least equip you with the tools to try to protect yourself. Now, Brian has referred to himself as the toughest nigga on the streets, mm-hmm. and I, I'm. I, I'm inclined to believe that. I, I get it. If y'all won't leave my boy alone and my boy won't fight for himself, I'm going to get involved. Which is why I didn't get the son's reaction. Like I'm going to get involved in one or two ways and or both. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to them, either fuck them kids up, mm-hmm. myself, or I'm going to go to them kids' fathers or mm-hmm. their mothers because mm-hmm. I got a reputation in this neighborhood. Yeah. And if you keep fucking with my kid, I'm fucking you up. Yeah. Your son do something to my kid, I'm fucking you up. Hey. I'm going to press you. I'm going to come to your job. I'm going to do this. Your, your father, your baby daddy, I'm going yeah. to arrest him. You ain't playing that game, bro. Touch my son. Let me let me think that somebody you knew touched him. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking you up. I don't give a fuck what you got to do. Period. Who you got to talk to. If somebody else touch him, I'm fucking you up. And then I'm fucking your kid up. And yeah. then I'm going to sick. Or then I'm going to tell... All the dope boys in this neighborhood that he one of my informants. Yeah. I'm threatening you. Yeah. It is what it is. Hey, when I was in uh when I was in the first grade, I was going to McDowell Elementary, right over there on Auto Drive in Burwood. And um I had a long ass rat tail. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I ain't cut my hair from when I was born till I was like four or five. So my hair was long as shit. And when I finally cut it, kept the rat tail, right? So um I'm in class in the first grade, and this girl named Jessica, she was playing with some scissors, and she playing with the scissors around my head and shit, and I was kind of, you know, I had my head down, it was like nap time or some shit, nigga, and she, I feel her playing over my head with these scissors, and I'm like, yo, go on, quit playing, because you're going to hurt somebody, you know what I'm saying, and she like, no, ain't nobody at that, and then she clipped the scissors right over my rat tail. Cut my long ass rat tail that I didn't had for five years. Country ass nigga. Country as hell, nigga. I came up here Birmingham <laughs> and a motherfucker. Ain't never said a nigga from Atlanta ain't never said a Detroit nigga was country. Yeah, that was wild. Fuck out. She cut my fucking rat tail. Um, damn near up to the neck. Like my shit was down my back. So when my mom picked me up from school. I got in the whip. My mom in the driver's side. I'm in the passenger seat. I literally got in the whip like this, like slid in, looking at my mama. 
And she like, boy, put your seatbelt on, nigga. I put the seatbelt on. The, wow. She like, boy, set up straight. What is you doing? So I fucking straighten up. Immediately, she see my tail. Because you acting weird. Up here. I'm acting weird as fuck. I wouldn't even looked at you. But now, nigga, I see your damn tail stop right here. You got a little nub on the back. What the fuck is this? So I had my tail in my book bag, nigga. So I pulled it out like, man, I bust out crying like Jessica was playing with some scissors. She cut my hair. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She was like, Jessica, oh. I said, there she go right there. She was standing on the corner of fucking Auto Drive in, uh, in Burwood. I said, that's her right there. Nigga, my mama put the car in park, turned that bitch off, got out the whip, went up to Jessica. This is a first grade girl. And my mama grabbed her by her ponytail and her shirt, yoked her up, and dragged her all the way to her house. She lived on like Mendota between seven and eight. Dragged her to her motherfucking house. I just took my scissors out and snipped her shit. Well, what she did, she took her to her crib, dragged her up the porch. Jessica crying because my mom was literally pulling her by the ponytail and the shirt. Dragged her up the porch, banged on the door. Jessica, mama opened the door. <laughs> and when <laughs> she opened the screen door, my mama threw her in her house <laughs> and told her mama, do something about it. And her mama just stood there like, what the fuck just happened, nigga? And my mama and me, still crying, walked all the way back up Mendota to where she had parked at my school. And we got in the whip, and my mom never said another word about it. Her mama also never said none to my mama. No school officials were made aware. Like, nigga, you was literally scared. Detective Bryant, so you got go bullied. get them niggas' daddies. No, so you was getting bullied by a girl at school. Yo, man. I got fucked up. <laughs> and I got a whooping behind it because I let her cut my ponytail. I didn't fucking do it. It was nap time. Uh, my head was down, nigga. Oh shit, nigga. So anyway, all that to say, you gotta put this shit in front of these people's parents, nigga. And Detective Bryant, I wasn't mad at his approach, cause you gotta go to the school, right? Let me talk to the principal. Why the principal didn't give a fuck? She like, yeah, uh, you need a meeting. Bitch, I am the police, first of all. <laughs> let's let's start right there with you and the bullies. I am the police. I, I am the police. You, you just live here. here. You just teach here. Yeah, you better like, walk away. <laughs> burn this motherfucker down. <laughs> and then the three bullies came. I'm, bro, like, flash your badge. I'm sitting there yelling at the TV like, bro, they don't respect you at all, nigga. Like, look at your coat, sir. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at this leather coat. Yo, <laughs> Your pet, look at you, sir. My nigga had the deep Wilson's leather on. Um, he keep wearing this denim shirt, this little cowboy shirt. This is fourth wear. This motherfucker. That's his go out shirt. That nigga dressed like a cop. <laughs> <laughs> I do not mean that shit flattering at all. At all, nigga. It's like a cop. Holy shit. Meanwhile, look, one of my friends, she got a um, and her close friends, she be. Reposting the Instagram girls who get dressed on camera and shit, mm -hmm. and I told her one of the girls dressed like Fab. Because <laughs> like, yo, what the fuck be going on here sometimes? Man? Yo, yeah, why Fab be putting that shit on, man? Like, what happened to my? Was he only good with throwback jerseys, nigga? I mean, was any of this shit ever good? The throwback fits was alright. That's when it's Fab was clean. But it was the jersey with the hat. Like it was clean. Like it. It was a part of the era, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just a jersey he, and, a, and, a, and a hat. 
He in a different world right now, dog. He, he in a different world than where we come from. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is not. Nah, nah. <laughs> Yo, is Fab real name Dwayne? That nigga name is John Jackson. It really is John Jackson. <laughs> Jan- that nigga maybe he's a cop. <laughs> Yo, Fab dressed like a cop. <laughs> no, no, not only is his name John Jackson, he's a hundred percent Dominican. <laughs> like. <laughs> what Dominican you know Yo that nigga undercover bro 100 Yeah Fab's an undercover cop Remember he had that ring of Remember when there was a rapper who mm-hmm. got shot And mm-hmm. he was like it was Fab in this <laughs> Fab in the <this> game <laughs> I hear rapping rappers And basketball players Yo man Yo. Fab just like a cricket cop <laughs> Like not only am I a cop I get money from the street You ain't niggas, no bro. cop J. Reed <laughs> You ain't no cop J. Jackson <laughs> This Yo, is weird. This is weird. being Dominican, your name being John Jackson is funny because they didn't try. <laughs> What's Dominican for John? Juan, Juan Jackson. <laughs> Why? Holy shit! This should be on Patreon. Yeah, no, nah, and I could go on a whole rant, nigga. I give you ten more minutes of that. Uh, Holy shit! All right, yeah, y'all, y'all niggas, like, we don't like, pay for this. You want me to keep going? You want me to keep going? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, daylight's amazing. Yo, nigga, when I break a nigga, when I box a nigga, I box a nigga, <laughs> studio, uh, I, I, nigga, you get the overhand fist of the deuce, rock, paper, paper scissors. scissors. Oh my oh. God. Oh, y'all niggas don't know. Y'all niggas don't know. All right, man. Meach and Terry randomly call this nigga Ty Washington. <laughs> Who is Ty Washington, <laughs> nigga? And shout out to the dude who plays Ty Washington. He from Detroit. Is he, he from Detroit in the show? I believe so. Like I think his character on the show is supposed to be from the city, he and that's the, how they know him. Well, he gave the Detroit welcome. Yeah. So I was like, "Hey, what's going on?" But niggas in Atlanta now say that because Jeezy said so much. Yeah. What up, though? Yeah. 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 Yo, I don't like that Jeezy and Lil Wayne. Made you niggas think what up though wasn't from here. Lil Wayne? Oh man, Lil Wayne said what up though when uh one of them freestyles that was like the shit back in the day. One of them, that nigga dropped a what up though in there, and it was like niggas started saying it, and it was like it's from here. If you hear any nigga say what up though, it's from here, dog. What's the what's really funny is I beat y'all at. We didn't even try to make it a saying. No. We just said it. So much that the the those turned into a D. <laughs> it was like one of them things you just noticed, like yo, yeah. You like you seen the Detroit joint and they how you pronounce all those streets, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that's like it's one of those things. Like bro, it's just how we say it, and it's the equivalent to a Boston accent. Yeah, it really is. And I don't like you know I was somewhere I don't remember where we was at. I was out of town. I might have been in Atlanta. Funny. Um, and somebody asked me where I was from. I said the D. You're from Dallas? Literally the <laughs> reply. And I was like. Uh, niggas don't call that shit in Dallas. <laughs> even if they do. You know there's a Detroit in Texas. Yeah, I know. I don't trust it. If I had to move to Texas, I would have to move to Detroit, Texas, though. <laughs> Just off GP, nigga. <laughs> like, <I'm laughs> like, that's the most shit that's Detroit only, nigga. Mm-hmm. Off GP, off rip. It's a whole nigga name off rip. Um... Motherfucking That's a fact. What up though The D All this shit is Detroit Nigga Stop playing my fucking city dog Anyway That nigga said uh, It was What do we used to call money back in the day Cause I heard Skrilla. it one, yeah. Damn bro. That nigga B. Mickey said Squo Yeah Squo yeah. 
I ain't heard that shit in so long. My dad still says squall. Yeah. And I be tripping every time he drop it, nigga. Because yeah. <laughs> he'll say that shit to like shorty. She be like, what? I wasn't alive. <laughs> I wasn't alive. <laughs> like, say that again. Come again, say what? But um, dog who uh, who plays Ty Washington <laughs> is uh, Mike Merrill. Graduated from Detroit Southeastern. Um, he been on a few shows. All American, Have and Have Nots, The Bobby Brown Story. He from Detroit, nigga. Um, good dude. I know a lot of people out in LA who know dog. They all stayed like, yeah, he actually like a real great nigga from the city. So shout out to Mike Merrill. Um, but they didn't explain his character enough for me to know how Meech and, and them didn't start. Cause they seemed like they had such a rapport with that nigga. Like they met up with him at the at the football game. Yeah, but friends ain't really friends, just some cool ass niggas. Apparently, nigga. Cause like cause y'all went to Earl. <laughs> Earl seemed real cool too. Told you, yo, this is the, this is this, this and this. And then as soon as you get here, the nigga snapped you. Play, you can't trust that shit. Yo, Earl literally told that nigga, if you have an Atlanta, hit me up. <laughs> I did. <laughs> you played me, dog. I got down here. They gotta beat Earl ass on the way out Atlanta real quick. No, Earl got it. So the interesting thing about this is, which is why y'all still children, because you will allow two niggas to play in your face like that. Mm. Earl, mm. we did business. Like he said, I put my body on the line and make you some fucking money. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you get here, nigga, you per- particularly, you set me up. Yeah. And then, Goldie, you set me up. You yeah. set me up. And you think just because you walk me into another thing, we all good. Nigga, you don't got the. Nigga, these niggas had the fucking straps pulled on Goldie. Told her, hey. We ain't even trying to rob you. We just want to make the shit you stole. No, go in that motherfucker and get that money. Give, give me my money back. But nigga, her response was, well, this is the ATL. Ain't nothing for free. Bitch, I'm not paying you to take me to a, a dice game, nigga. you on your face for free. Come on, that? nigga. I will literally shoot you and go get the money and not shoot dice ever in my life. I'll steal from you and be gone, nigga. Go give me my 15000 Matter of oh, fact, God. give me all the money in this motherfucker. That shit really fucking annoyed me, dog. But anyway, they go see Ty Washington. They meet up at a college football game. Look like they might have been at like Clark or Morehouse, one of them type joints. And then uh, he just kind of showing them Atlanta, like, "Yo, nigga, this shit cool." Laying the groundwork, me yeah. like, damn, y'all niggas, we be hiding our cars. Y- yeah, y'all. y'all getting money down here. Y'all, I'm not open with it. We still up there in plywood hut homes. Y'all drive around here like it's like y'all in Zamunda. I was like, Meech, you and Terry been riding in the bins the whole y'all ain't hide it. Coming to America came out in 1980, 1988, the end of 88. Yeah. The movie just came out. Yeah. I was looking at that Hundred Black Men of Atlanta poster in the back, um, or the little banner in the back, and I had to go Google that. Cause I'm like, wait, I was fucking with Hundred Black Men when I was down there. They started in 86. So I was like, all right, that might have been a thing. I'm gonna let that ride. I do think the logo was a new logo though I ain't feel it I have no idea What that is But shout out to them for Shout out to Honey Black Man dog. Um, But anyway They tell us Nigga Ty Hey man We wanna we wanna link with you dog On some business shit Ty like Come by my crib tomorrow They go over there Damn You This look like You actually live here Cause the house We bought yeah. in the suburbs Was yeah. We had a It was a spot yeah, but like you really it was like, like out in the open, huh? Damn, this this ain't no trap house like Detroit. Damn, nigga, we still in Detroit. We in hood homes and plywood, bro. Stop! I got sick of each by like the middle of this, nigga, because it was like, all right, bro, we get it. Atlanta is great, but um, but when you come from some like uh, here's a, here's an example. Uh, my cousins and them used to stay right across the street from my grandma on mm-hmm. Linwood. You feel me? Mm-hmm. They moved to 
on Westbrook over off Eight Mile. Yeah, we went over that crib. I asked him like, "Yo, this still Detroit?" Yeah, because it because literally you ain't same. know. Yeah, now yeah. the area right now don't look exactly the same how it did in the late eighties, early nineties. But like, nigga, I didn't know this was still Detroit. Yeah. So when you take a motherfucker to Atlanta, they probably was in Buckhead or whatever the who wherever the fuck they was at. Yeah, it like. Yo, I don't, I don't really understand this shit. Cause different shit going on over here. Me being black and being in this house is an automatic red flag. Like yeah. the police would show up, neighbors would call. Y'all, y'all out in the open. Like so I can see the 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 them trying to plant the seeds of like, I, nah, I want to fuck with Atlanta because yeah, niggas is getting it down there, but they living it up down there. It was like titty bar. Like these girls ain't got no tops on. Now that is something that when I lived down there, I had to get niggas when they would come see me, the homies and shit. We had strip club. They wasn't ready for the fully nude joint because in Detroit, that ain't it's the titty bar. If you want liquor, correct. If you don't have liquor, you can be fully nude and step to the four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't have a strip club with no liquor, nigga. <laughs> That's just not. It's not feasible, nigga. Niggas is not there to see these women weed? butt naked. Hmm? Can you have weed? Yo, that's interesting. Because I bet niggas would go to the strip club and see fully naked if they could smoke and yeah. not drink. Yo, how niggas ain't opened a hookah titty bar yet? Like, cause you know, un- I hate hookah, but niggas still smoke it. Yeah, and they pay a premium for it. And in Atlanta, we talk about Atlanta. You can't go anywhere without it being a hookah spot mixed with restaurants, strip clubs, whatever. They got the hookah. Yo, somebody should open that. And we also need to look into can you add a fucking weed there, nigga? Um. So anyway, they talked to Ty. Ty, like, why y'all niggas down here? Yo, man, uh, shit. We heard about some nigga named Pint. I didn't like how they weaved this in, dog. It just felt. Random. I also am finding it hard to believe that in '89 they ain't know how to stretch the word. These niggas been in the game. Well, the crack just started three, four years ago. I know, and y'all been here. Well, the cocaine was popping, but yeah. crack, yeah, it's wasn't been everywhere. three years. But well, they had cocaine though. They were selling. They man, they selling cocaine. Yeah. And I'm like, but y'all, it was like too new to them. Like that's what I, y'all been in this game, bro. But no, one, they were children, and two, even when they got in the game, they were selling the 50 boys because they were selling too much for too little. Yeah. They, I don't think they understand how this shit's supposed to go. Well, that's because they was working with Pat, who's out here making them sell the 50 for the, or the bullshit for the 50 when they should have been getting. But they were getting work from Pat, and then they sell it however they want to. Yeah. Yeah, they wasn't rocking it up. So apparently this pint shit, they like, yo, we we heard about some nigga named Pint. If you sold regular regular portions, nigga, you would make more money. Way more. <laughs> so that nigga's like, yo, where y'all heard about Pint? Whole time Pint in the kitchen. They don't know that. They just think it's a you nigga see in there. How the body language changes. Yeah, yeah. And you see that nigga went to uh, making muffins again and shit. Like, I think like y'all about they about to rob y'all or some shit. It, I didn't love it. Because the energy was weird, dog. But apparently he want to keep this nigga to himself because, hey, not everybody know how to do this. Walter White type shit. And I'm making this money, nigga. Like, I'm getting to it, dog. But he like, look, i see if I can help y'all with this pint shit. And they was like, all right, well, in the meantime, we don't got no money. We got a thousand to our name, nigga. So can you at least front us some work? Yo, this nigga Meech is very comfortable calling other niggas' pockets and telling them what they should do. Meech is a confident motherfucker, ain't he? Like, he really is, dog. I tell you what. This nigga said, you really believe all this shit, Meech? And then he's like, why you believe that? 
He said, you believe it? Like, I believe <laughs> that because I alive. believe it. <laughs> Nigga was like, <laughs> literally said, like, dog, you believe this is like ordained and like God like did this for was like, I believe it because I'm alive. You alive, T. We ain't supposed to be here, T. I was like, at first when they said because I'm alive, I'm thinking like, that's some deeply philosophical philosophical shit. Yeah. But then when it continued, because both of y'all niggas should have been shot and killed. Facts. Should have been, so, been dead. But don't blame this on the Lord. <laughs> y'all being alive, <laughs> we might could give to God. Y'all being here so you can learn how to sell crack. Was not why God put you here, bro. Like, let me. I didn't love that, dog. But Meech is a fucking like he's a talker, dog. Like he he a salesman for real, nigga. I I I kind of get the allure to why niggas wanted to be BMF because the way the nigga talked, it made it feel like nigga. I I'm I could be the president. (laughs) Like nigga, you gonna be the president of crack? Totally random. Hmm. Met the man, a good rapper. I fuck with Meth. We all fuck with Meth. But like, what's the songs that we listen to from F? M E T H O E, man. Um, shit. Stood D'Angelo joint. Damn, I can't think of the name of that shit. D'Angelo joint. Fucking uh, Mary J. Mary J. Joint first or second Grammy ever for rap. Shout out to that. Um. And he only in a hook on cream, so we can't give him that. It's three songs. Yeah. 35. I mean. Verse on Triumph. <laughs> Inspected that killed on him, nigga. It's like yeah, it wasn't. That verse it wasn't, was, eh, was kind of. Eh. Yo. I met the good rapper, though, dog. But all that. I just had this convo recently, man. A lot of that Wu Tang shit. And a lot of. It's a few niggas from that, that 93 era. Of rap, yo, it was great then. I can't listen to a lot of that shit now. I ain't taking away from the impact then, but that shit was not like long standing, nigga. <laughs> like, yo, Meth don't got a bunch of songs. No, not that go. Not that go. That we can even remember. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Oh, let's talk about some real shit, nigga. Let's get the people what they want, nigga. Charles went to Mabel House Party, dog, and it was up, nigga. He pulled over to there. He put his sweater on, nigga, with no T-shirt under that bitch. That neck was wide as fuck. Nigga, neck was to the shoulders, nigga. He ain't give a shit. It probably was Lucille's sweater, low-key. Can't talk about it. He go in there. He like, hey, nigga, I'm here. You know, I, I ain't know if I was going to come by, but I said, fuck it. Why not? Nigga, my bitch gone. My kids is gone. Nigga, the two of them might be dead. I don't know. I ain't called them to check on them. I'm here. Nigga, it's up. Mabel like shit. Come dance with me then. Charles danced with Mabel all night long, nigga. He ain't make another friend in that motherfucker. He want Mabel bad, nigga. <laughs> like he. He yeah. was a wild dog. I thought this was a fucking hilarious. After his wife basically, after he told her he wasn't going on a retreat and he yeah. got out, she ran and checked that nigga guitar and saw it and couldn't <laughs> find a magazine. the porn? She could. He couldn't find a magazine. Then she looked back at him like she was defeated. Like he's he, he still beating off. Like yes, nigga, because you're not fucking. And 
Like, what do you do? Like, nigga, you she told. She felt like she was hurt. She was like, <sighs> <sighs> bitch, yes, I'm beating off because you're not fucking. And matter of fact, when you go on this retreat, I'm about to jack smooth off Inside all weekend, woman. nigga. <laughs> Yo. So he danced with Mabel all night, nigga. Then Mabel come bring him a glass of wine. That nigga say, hey, 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 you know I don't drink. <laughs> Charles, have fun, nigga. That nigga do not know how to have fun, bro. He was like, yo, I don't drink that. She was like, so you I know you a grown like, ass man. So you just, just pour just because. <laughs> like, yeah, you don't even got an alcohol decision. problem, nigga. <laughs> like, like, yo. <laughs> you don't even trick off money there. Like, yeah. this is purely you and your wife's decisions that like, made you poor. Me and all my family was only poor because niggas had habits. <laughs> you just out here bullshit. This shit is crazy. Dog. So this nigga was like, man, I don't drink. She was like, I know you a grown ass man who like to have fun. Nigga, sip it. I was like, damn, she uh, doing this nigga like a real rapist. And then that's when her friend walks over there. Mabel, thank you for inviting this one. He going to be a good time. Grabbed his ass. Charles was like, all right, yep, yep, I knew it. Swingers. These bitches are swingers. We getting out of here. He put the wine down. Mabel was like, look, let's go outside. Let's talk for a minute. I would love to know what they talked about that she got him to go back in. Because not only did he go back in, he helped her clean up. And then after he helped her clean up, nigga. I know that move. It's going to keep standing. Trying to stay till everybody leave. <laughs> yeah. But I want to know how she got him back in because he was ready to go. When her girl grabbed his ass, Charles said, hey, devil, you get your hands off him. And, uh, yo, if Charles going to fornicate. And cheetah Kate, where your friend go that grabbed my ass earlier, nigga? Because I would like to meet her. Let me get a two for one. Come on, nigga. I'm here. But Charles didn't have enough uh, staminaized to handle two women. Was though. Pops at the premiere? No. No. It was Terry, Nicole, Lucille, and Lil Meech. How old is Nicole? I don't know. I don't know. She probably around like me and your age or some shit about now. I would guess. I don't fucking know. That gotta be a difficult person to date. <laughs> you feel me? You don't make enough money. Uh, that part off top, and it's like don't fuck up. Yeah, like <laughs> like all my, when she's talking about her uncles, nigga. <laughs> yo, my uncle. yo. all your uncles is besides T being actual actual uncle. Yeah, well, all of your uncles are, are like are all BMF feds. Yeah. Imagine you dating Nicole Flannery and you want to break up with her. <laughs> and then, like, it come across your timeline that Terry got out because of COVID. You're like, wait, 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 what? He out? Like, he free? Terry. Every time y'all downtown, you got to stop and have a whole conversation with a bunch of goons and shit. Yeah. You sitting there looking like. <laughs> you don't have a BMF chain. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough Yo. One. Hey, sweetheart. It, nah, if you go with Nicole, I feel like you should get a BMF chain. Uh, Terry, I know it's some old chains out there, bro. Like, find me one. But bro. you also, but if you just a sister boyfriend and it's a movie, you probably gonna get shot. <laughs> you <laughs> like, you feel me? Because you wouldn't even be <laughs> like, you just go with him. Yeah, like you're the casualty yeah, in the situation. Man. Oh shit! So um, just like her boy, her her other facts, boyfriend, yeah, little Darius got clapped out here, yeah. trying to fuck around. So look, man, Charles came back in the party. He helped clean up, man. He stayed till that bitch cleared out, and then he was like, "All right, well, you know, now that things cleaned up, I'm gonna go and get up out of here." This ain't Luca after day three <laughs> chat with Kyrie. Shout out to Kyrie Irving. I'm happy for him, man. I'm not happy. I wanted that nigga to the Lakers. Nigga went to fucking Dallas, man. Luke ain't need no help. 
Like, fuck out of here, dog. Luca got a chance now. <laughs> Luca got a hell of a chance now, nigga. Nigga about to start averaging quadruple doubles out there with Kyrie, bro. Fucked up part is um, Kyrie not re-signing in Dallas, nigga. He the fuck out of here next summer when he a free agent, bro. Anyway, uh, Charles said, yo, man, I'm going to get up out of here. We cleaned up and shit. Thank you for the invite. Mabel stepped in front of that door said, you ain't got to rush out of here. And that nigga Charles was like... I mean, my dick hard than a motherfucker <laughs> right now, dog. She like, what you would do if <laughs> <laughs> nigga suck it or not beat start playing, nigga. Yo, man, Charles and Mabel got to kissing. I don't like sex scenes like this too, cause they set a fucking uh, bad example, nigga. That y'all women ain't got to do shit but half tongue kissing, nigga. And next thing you know, he hard than a motherfucker. Yo, mm. we not thirteen no more. You gonna have to touch me, okay? This is not a game to be played. So, Char but Charles ain't fucked in a minute. So he was a little American Pie ass nigga. He was ready to go. Him and Mabel kissed for one second. Charles turned her over, lifted that leather skirt up, pulled his pants down to his knees like a pedophile at the urinal, nigga. <laughs> and that nigga stuck that boy in raw. And this bitch stayed on the wall after he was gone. Yeah. Yeah. I said, damn, Charles. He, yo, he 10 pumped the love out that bitch. That's what he meant when he motherfuckers said, I'm going to nail you to this wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that motherfucker nailed it to the wall. Okay. <laughs> she ain't moved. Yo, She's still there right now. And look, she, right before the scene cut from her, she went, mm. <laughs> she hit him with that, ain't this some shit? <laughs> like, dog. <laughs> Pulled <laughs> with what's a C H A R L E S. Charles was home washing dishes. That nigga reminiscing, smiling and smirking and shit. Like Charles hit her from the back for a smooth nine seconds, and I'm talking like nine uh, Mississippi seconds, nigga. Like mm -hmm. one Mississippi, two. He got to nine, and he bust all up in Mabel. And I said, Mabel finna be pregnant as hell. But you know. Once that first one out the way, his wife got his wife was cool. So look, I thought with the first nut out the way, Charles was gonna clap Lucille down. I nigga. thought this nigga was gonna tell on himself after he's finished. Well, he went home and washed his hands with the dish detergent, nigga, in the kitchen. See, wash your dick, nigga. boy. Go. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is you doing, bro? You washing your hands and smelling your sweater? Like, no, nah, I think this bitch still smell like party. Yo, smell, yo shit smell like pussy. That's bro, what it smell like it, it, yo. Girls, y'all be smelling niggas' dick. Smell the bottom of they uh, sweaters, nigga. That little waistband on the sweater smell like anything. It smell like Badusi in real life. All day. Cause Fam, she had on a leather skirt. Her pussy was hot than a motherfucker. She had a little bit more than a twang. Come on, nigga. She had a whole... It don't mean a thing if you ain't got that twang, nigga. Doop, doop, doop. <laughs> it don't mean a thing. No. <laughs> So this nigga Charles Oh man Charles went home Washed his hands With the fake uh, Dollar store Dawn in the sink And then Lucille And them came home Oh before Lucille And them came to the crib When they got back From the retreat She pulled a little Church girl to the side And said hey Are you sleeping With my husband <laughs> Yeah I been with you All weekend <laughs> Like Fuck is you worried about Bitch I, like, I want to sleep with you Now what Nigga I thought she was Going to try to fuck On a retreat Cause she was like She's in good hands Yeah So she was like Look I did some shit When I was young That's true But bitch I gave my life back To the Lord I ain't fucking Nobody husband In this church Yeah <laughs> Cause Charles Definitely can hit Nigga I seen that Guitar strum I know what the fuck That mean nigga 
So once she found out that Charles wasn't fucking, and why did she believe her and not believe Charles? Like she wasn't convinced. Well, she said, I see how you and her old girl be looking at each other. Like, she kind of softly accused him. But why, like, when she asked the old girl and the old girl said no, why are you convinced that, one, she not a liar? And, two, that now you so happy that Charles ain't fucking, you can give him some pussy, nigga. Because she ran home, got up in Charles' face. He barely fucking got the dawn off his hands. What's so crazy is, like, the only reason they stopped having sex is because you didn't want to have sex with him because he's poor. And he, That's it. He a broke-ass nigga. Yeah. And guess what he is today? A broke ass nigga And he's still poor And not only is he a broke ass nigga He a broke ass cheating nigga now What's so funny is Why he wanna have sex with your poor ass Man Man <laughs> Cause you work at Wendy's <laughs> Like Yeah I, you know I, I work at a factory And I got my own business and Contrary to popular belief Niggas was getting paid in the hey, 80's at the factory I work at the factory I got my own car business and I do uh, houses and contracting and shit. I should low key be balling. And low key I am because you saw the stack I gave our kids before they ran off for their life. Yo, oh, that must have been that extra thousand they had when they lost that 1500. When Meach was like, we got a thousand left to our name, that had to be Charles' money, nigga. Mm -hmm. So then. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what I'm thinking. So she come home. She tried to throw Charles some pussy, grabbed his face, tried to kiss him. That nigga walked off. I'm like, uh, shoes on the other foot. That's how you get it. Yeah. But then I'm like, he got to go wash his dick. That's I can't lean into this moment you're trying to have right now. I was trying to explain to somebody that uh, this is not an always thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get niggas in trouble. Yeah. But like. Maybe the reason he don't want to have sex with you when he when he come in is because he need to wash the other girl off and he not trying to be a Charles ass nigga. Yeah, yeah. Like he he got a little bit of cooth to him. Yeah, yeah. And trying to be cool. Yeah, like you know I kind of just raw this bitch tonight. I don't yeah. really want to go up and you my wife. Cause like tonight. yo, you just cheated, but have some respect. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to respect you. I'm trying yeah. to give it 24 hours yeah. for it to wear yeah. off. But you won't let me. And I don't know how long it's been, but I also need to make sure that my comeback time is good right now. That's a fact. Because if fact. she lived two doors down and I came down here after the nut, I might not be ready yet. Charles, 40 something stressed. <laughs> that dick might not rock like how it used you to, think bro. supposed to be in this? Shit, right now they're actually in their 30s. That's just crazy. That's crazy because Charles ain't never looked 30. Never. That nigga Russell Hornsby been 40 something for life, nigga. When he was born, his he was named Russell Hornsby. Come on, man. <laughs> so, Come on, man. <laughs> he graduated from college. <laughs> Come on, nigga. You you was <laughs> nigga, when I was a boy, I was a man. <laughs> nigga, you man. When I was boy. a young boy. <laughs> that nigga Charles uh took the shower, came out in the towel, and Lucille put that sear shit back on, nigga. And I ain't gonna lie, I got mad at her. Cause I'm like, motherfucker, you seen the Sears shit ain't work earlier, and it caused a lot of strife in your relationship. Don't put this fucking piece of lingerie back on. She threw the Sears lingerie back on, and Moments in Love came on, and I said, oh shit, Charles about to beat the brakes off Lucille, nigga. Thought he was finna get her to work. I thought he was gonna try to and couldn't do it. Ah, uh, yeah, that would have been funny, actually. <laughs> like she finally ready to give you some pussy And then you try to get it up But you can't because you just got a nut off But you th Do Charles get away with this? No I promise you uh, uh, Mabel gonna be pregnant Cause he bust like deep in her And then hit like that Like go deeper stroke Once the nut came out Like oh. <laughs> He was like yo I'm <laughs> Wild conversation <laughs> Nigga was like yo I'm trying to put the baby like directly in the stomach Nigga 
He angled it to the stomach. So, no, Charles is not getting away with this. Mabel is going to come down there. One or two things going to happen. She either going to be pregnant and there's no way to run from it because she lives down the street. Or Mabel going to blow the spot up and make shit hot. Like, she going to come over there, like, grabbing Charles' dick or something during dinner while Lucille in the kitchen. Lucille going to, like, hear it and turn around like, bitch, what? Like, she going to do something, dog. Because Mabel seems, she a swinger, nigga. She a recently divorced swinger. She going to try to get both of them to fuck. And it's going to be fucked up. But if she be pregnant, that's going to be wild, dog. This is the wild part. Because they got divorced in real life. The oh, parents. Really? Yeah. They got divorced, I think. I oh, want to say, actually, hold up. I think they got divorced after 19 years of marriage. Meech is 19. <laughs> this is perfect. The timing of it. So, yeah, she either going to blow the spot up or be pregnant because Charles and, getting caught. Yo, Charles, you have a better life than living in an apartment, my nigga. Charles, you got dope to sell, bro. And it's coming soon, nigga. And you got limos to smuggle it up. Yeah, <laughs> like, come on, bro. We got a whole. Can you it, imagine. <laughs> Charles on this version of Charles on TV, like being down with the shit and Man. being like smart. No, no, I cannot see it. But we know what happened in real life, nigga. I guess a divorce will make you get on board. Anyway, um, Yo, man, Meech and Terry go to another dice game. They ride up on Monique. Tell her, hey, nigga, we want the money we lost. She take him to a dice game in Bankhead. I literally was like, don't take them nowhere in Bankhead. And that's where she took them. They were not getting out of this fucking uh, garage easily, bro. Like, not at all. I understand this shit either. The dirtiest nigga in there was the ruler was, of the Was the owner, yeah. And when T1, he act like he was mad. Like, nigga, you're not betting. And hold up, though. But this one I ain't get. So Monique walked Meech in. And said, yo, I got somebody want to play. His name Rico. And then they go, hey, I'm, my name Rico. Rico Seville. But Terry was already at the table playing. His name was Jerome. That's what he said. And I'm like, how did Terry just walk in and start shooting a game? But Meech needed an intro to get on the table. Like, help me understand that. Who intro Terry, nigga? I'm going to shoot both of you niggas. Yeah, I'm going to kill both Yeah, I'm going to kill. He was like, all right, nigga, I think them dice loaded. I think you running bustos. So what you, that supposed to mean? Because running bustos in Detroit did not mean uh, loaded dice. That's that's a fact. That did not mean loaded dice. Bustos nigga. is let's run bustos on you and all your friends. I know you like a lot of men, so act like it. Then come on, now y'all was like there. To run bustos on uh, Charles at the party. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they was about to do. Charles was what he was with them stoves, nigga. Yeah. So uh, dog was like, look, <laughs> stoves is crazy. <laughs> he was with them stoves, nigga. Man, I wish I was from here sometimes. So dog. Dog told Terry, and that fucked me up because I'm like, Terry, you know that bustos don't mean loaded dice. You from here, nigga. You knew the vibes. So he was like, nah, y'all niggas shooting bustos. Nigga was like, uh, no, I'm not. Cause I don't really know what that means. So I know I'm not doing it. <laughs> so that nigga I don't was know like, this nigga. I don't know. <laughs> niggas are pointing at each other like the uh that Spider-Man. <laughs> the Spider-Man was like, y'all niggas working together. And I I was sitting there before he called him out. I was like, why do these niggas keep looking at each other? And then Monique looking at both of them, then look at dude. And they look at. I was like, working, okay. Working. <laughs> what the fuck is you doing, my nigga? So that nigga was like, you know what? Here, here goes some new dice. Nigga said, you lucky? Roll another one, nigga. And if you don't, I'm going to kill you and him. Because <laughs> you playing with my emotions. You playing. Plant, plant, plant. I was like, nigga. And then he Southwest, threw the, nigga. Yo, I don't want them to ever do that again. <laughs> 
Southwest for life, motherfucking bitch ass nigga. I was like, bro, what is Terry saying? No, it was like Tupac Riverside, motherfucker. Bro, the mo but at least Riverside was like fun. <laughs> Southwest for life. Don't shoot that. Don't. You know what? Because you might as well say Southwest for life. Because if you don't roll the seven, you're gonna die this motherfucking <laughs> night. Nigga. And you know what? Last time you said that, you lost. And they had that motherfucking six shooter in his fucking boy, <laughs> and was ready to bust six niggas that day. Nigga. So Terry rolled the fucking seven. He won the next bet. Clearly, this was all luck, and he was here. Get out he here. wasn't shooting bust though, bro. Do you know every nigga in Bankhead running a dice game would just be waiting on you niggas outside to kill you and take their money back? Come on. Yo, and also. Yo, when Earl, when they, and they say, when T say, yo, show me the biggest dice game. He's like, oh, nigga, you a stick okay? <laughs> and Meech was like, man, hell no. I, you should have been like, no, <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah, like, we rob niggas. That's what we do. We're not soft. That nigga was like, man, hell no, nah. he ain't no stick up kid. That's my brother. He's Omar robbed Marlo like that. Literally, got him, got him one, nigga. So they get their money back on the tables. They go see fucking Ty Washington. They still don't got enough to get but ten bricks. I thought that was enough niggas. for two niggas who have no bricks. <laughs> I thought ten bricks was good for niggas who didn't have no bricks. What did Nas say, nigga? A drug dealer's life is recent. A drug dealer's destiny is reaching the key. Where you go telling them, sneaky. bro? That nigga gave them ten bricks for however much fucking money they went and lost or won back, and them niggas was ungrateful as fuck, and I didn't appreciate it, dog. If I'm Ty Washington, I say get the fuck out my house, nigga. Damn, my nigga, all you got is ten for me. Then Terry with the audacity, that nigga said, "Yo, I thought we'd get at least double that." You know what's so funny is them niggas gave him ten, but it's really five. <laughs> Because <laughs> Ty was like, Ty yeah, in a drought. So <laughs> you get and I mean, but Pint, Pint live with me. And so then he stretched y'all yeah. ten and made him twenty. Like, probably. come on, nigga, that shit got seventy five percent cut on them. But I'm really not mad at that nigga saying in a drought. This what your money gets you, bro. Like y'all didn't go make a million dollars, nigga. Come on, nigga, look at your house. Nigga, I would like to. You keep are pocket for watching, nigga. So then them niggas was like. I will uh if we can't get more than this, how about you help us stretch it? Pint? I was like, bro, please get I never want to hear Pint again, nigga, ever. I know we're gonna see Ty Washington again because he go with Young Miami on the show. That's gonna be his girl in one of these scenes. I don't know when, but I seen it in the promo. So I'm like, all right. They have Pint teach Terry how to fucking whip the work in exchange for Terry's car. Because Pint said, nigga, it's going to cost the price of a bird if you want me to teach you the recipe, nigga. He taught Terry. Apparently, Terry got it on one go. And they was ready to take all the work back and go. Terry ain't writing no steps down. I mean, Master P told me how to make crack. Come on, nigga. Get out, D, nigga. Come on, man. May, 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 may crack like this. One gram of powder of every seven grams of coke. Come on, nigga. It's easy. It was a literal whole recipe on that shit. But Terry ain't listening to no P, nigga. There ain't no motherfucking P. Yo, it was P. It was Pint. There it is, nigga. So them niggas pack up the whip after Pint stretched Yo, the shit for him. Culture, nigga. Bro. Niggas literally gave us the the Come on, man. The formula for crack in a Yo. song. Master Called P gave us the make crack, crack like, like this. May make may make crack. May 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 make crack. How to get the gang going and start Getting your drugs and shit and never mm -hmm. buy from it. And then literally, like, step by step. So this is how you make crack. Yeah. How, much, <laughs> how much Coke, how much baking soda, the water, how you... every The whole thing yeah. with what he just showed Terry. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, crazy. Way better job than Hove did on his verse on One Nine Hundred Hustler. Cause he was trying to get a nigga killed. Oh wait, <laughs> yo, Hove said, "Go meet a girl and have her take you around town like her man." Boy, you gonna get me robbed? Like walking around with a bitch? Like what? Anyway, um, them niggas learn how to make their shit. They stretch the work. They go get a rental. They pack the rental up. And when they getting ready to hit the road, they hype as shit. This trip worked out. We good. And we got a new plug with Ty Washington. Like we backing them fucking money. And then the cold call. Said, yo, that dude that killed Darius, he had to do with mama. Come here quick. I'll be there in 10 hours, baby. Like, fam, we in Atlanta. 75. I know it's a straight shot, but it ain't that straight, nigga. I'll see y'all in 10 hours. Please don't kill mom. Lamarta went to their mama house while she was making an apple pie. Where the pops at? Charles down at Mabel House, nigga. I got pussy on the block now, nigga. I'm I'm down here. in a good mood for a couple of days. Yeah, huh? man. Charles is down the street. Getting his meat beat, nigga. That's what he doing, dog. So Lamar come to the door with the heat on him. He got the little pistol in the back. Um, real time. What's that? Uh, Chris Brown lost his Grammy uh, to Robert Glasper, and instead of congratulating him, he went on IG and asked, "Who the fuck is Robert Glasper?" Yeah, Chris Brown. That's disrespectful, dog. Robert Glasper is so much more musically talented than you, bro. Like you don't get a chance. To, come on, bro. To quote Royce Five Nine, <laughs> you don't get a chance to disrespect who you don't listen to. Come on, man. Like what are you? Come on, what dog. are you talking about? Yo, and I, 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 I've always said, yo, nigga, all the bullshit, whatever. Chris Brown is, you know, insanely talented. Could dance, can sing, all that shit. That's fun, nigga. Nigga, Robert Glasper is so much more talented than you musically, Chris Brown, dog. Like, don't do that. Robert Glasper is my man. I'll fight Chris Brown over Robert Glasper, nigga. Calm the fuck down, yo. Um, You're a loser for that. Shout out to Viola for winning her Best uh, Actress Grammy. And now she has joined the uh, EGOT best Club. Actress Grammy? Or Oscar. Pardon me. Pardon me. Pardon oh. me. Um, But now she's EGOT because she does have... A Emmy, a Grammy, a Oscar, and a Tony. What she get a Grammy for? I have no idea. Let's look that up because I'm actually curious in it. Or no, um, yeah, she's officially EGOT. She won. Uh, oh no. So this is the Grammys that's going on right now, not the Oscars. So pardon me. This was her Grammy win. She won the Best Spoken Word album called "Finding Me." That's what she won. I'm thinking we on the Oscars stage. My bad, dog. This ain't her fucking uh, actress. This is she narrated a book called Finding Me, which is a spoken word book. And um, she won a Grammy for it. For real? Yeah. She got an audio book? Yeah. She won a Grammy for audio book. Spoken word album. Ain't every album spoken word. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, let's point? get the fuck up out of here, dog. We got Patreon shit to get to. Uh, Yo, mean, man, shout out to Viola. She he got um shout out to Charles. He got some pussy this week. It's gonna come back to haunt him next week because he either gonna be burning or a dad, nigga. Um and shout out to B Mickey for beating up dog. I actually wish he would have killed little dog just to let his friends know. Don't try that shit no more. That's fucked up. Yeah. That nigga's a kid. Yeah, no, shit, B Mickey a kid. He should die for being a bully. Nah, nigga. Nah, you don't steal. You don't steal my nigga uh, Jay's. This my boss. <laughs> you don't steal my boss's son Jay's. I get it, nigga. but you don't get a death sentence. Nah, nigga. Be Mickey should have beat dog to you death. You get beat up like you've been beating him up. Yeah, nah. Fuck that. I'm beating you. He should have robbed him though. 
I actually think he should have took his shoes on some like, yeah, nigga. I stripped him naked. Walk on. <laughs> you and your boys. Y'all stand in front of him, behind him, try to block him, nigga. Bitch ass niggas. Take my favorite gun out that I killed the whole neighborhood with. <laughs> Yeah, man. B. Mickey got more bodies on one weapon than anybody on Earth, dog. Hey, man. That's all we got for y'all, man. We'll see y'all in two weeks for BMF, but we do have some other shit coming to the airwaves next week for those who are, you know, not on the Patreon. Um, We still giving y'all content, even though y'all not paying for it, because we respect you, nigga. Respect us back and pull I that $5 out, bro. I the Patreon up wrong. Why you think that? Like, when I first set up, I didn't put no tears on it. I, it's a, you know, I said- Oh, you got to do that in the beginning? I think so. I did put a five and a ten dollar tier. Now yeah. I have to separate both of them, but I don't think <laughs> I don't think I did it right. I think everybody got to go back and select. Well, no, I feel like niggas can like do the ten dollar tier now, and it'll kick in next month. That's what I think it say on there. Yeah, but like people who didn't select the tier because it wasn't a tier to select when I first set it up. Oh, I, hey, well, Patreon I listeners, I gotta figure it. It's out. a ten dollar tier there. If you want to join it, which you should. Go see what it make you do, <laughs> See how it lets so, you get to ten dollar tier. I think should we have a five and a ten dollar, or just do everything for seven? Nah, five and ten. Yeah, cause I don't, I don't, you know, that seven ain't roll right for Terry, nigga. I don't, you know, I don't love that. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean seven gets you paid. I mean, it, it should. Also, it also crap you out, <laughs> nigga. Yo, seven being a snake eyes is wild, nigga. That nigga rode that bitch on the first boy, and they was like, you lost. <laughs> Pay me my money. I won, nigga. Right. You what? I lost. <laughs> like, all right, man. Episode 284 of BMF, man. We'll see y'all niggas next week. BMF will see you niggas in two weeks. Uh, I'm Ant. That's Jay. This Week in Culture, we out.